podcasters are here for you to bring you all the fun so you will be a fan of our show well hello there gamers and welcome to episode 71 of the Gamecasters. I'm your host Wrangle Jonglevitz and with me is Nagiglius Jaganglio and Jorgus <laughs> Maximus the meat-eating broad Grangle. We have an incredibly nonsensical show lined up for you today filled with so much blingle blangle you won't even be able to mingle mangle fast enough for your cringle crangles to flingle flangle. <laughs> This is one of my but favorite more seriously, things. <laughs> this is one of my favorite things. <laughs> the first, yeah, the very first thing of the episode. Yep. The, this is my the back thing. two and a half hours are bullshit. No, I mean, Annoying. Like, fuck them. But the your, first like thirty your, your seconds. Jokes, remember? <laughs> All right, just so Don't off you the bat, I want everybody to know Natalie's got a mimosa. She's actually one this mimosa. On, yeah, this is, we're on mimosa, mimosa too. too. Like rang, remember Jerry Montango Rang or whatever? Oh, Jeringo Montango Ranger? Yeah. You just do that. Yeah, the brutalism. Yeah, it's the brutalism. Exactly. Yeah. Um, but more seriously, we are a show that talks about board games and really whatever we damn well please. And yep. so if that bothers you, then let's take it outside because honestly, it's been really nice out lately and I take every complaint seriously. <laughs> so I want you to feel, you know, heard and safe while standing in nature, reveling in the world's beauty. Cute. Yeah. <laughs> My gaming libido has been coming back, you guys, slowly. I like it. Right? But surely. I like it. It has. Uh, basically, I don't physically dry heave when a game is mentioned any longer. And my gaming erections have just been lasting a lot longer after I win. <laughs> oh, my God. It's been coming back so strongly, in fact, that I can only express how I feel. Can you guess? In song. In song. Oh. I want to I attack you though I don't have to cause I'm a crazy guy You are so party and I'm too hurty This isn't what you like Yeah I could be wholesome, I could be loathsome Guess I'm a little bit shy Why don't you like me, why don't you like me Okay I'm gonna try Do you wanna play games Natalie? I've got that gaming itch bad So many games to be tallied Promise I won't make you mad like you come, we can play Bruges, but that under falling skies And I'm not hurtful, and I'm not purple, I can play anything you like You can be green, I won't be mean, and it just won't be a bore Why don't you try to please, I know you like me after you beat my high score How can I help it, how can I help it, can my libido unshrink? I'm such a baby, I'm such a baby, when I don't win cause I stink Why don't you like me, why don't you like me, maybe just play Wanna play games, Natalie? I've got that gaming itch bad. So many games to be tallied. Promise I won't make you mad. Couple of you gone, we could play Bruges, but that under falling skies. And I'm not hurtful, and I'm not purple, I can be anything you like. You can be green, I won't be mean, and it just won't be a bore. Why don't you try, please? I know you like me. Just won't be a bore Why don't you 
So, you guys, do you remember last episode? Yeah. <laughs> do you remember? Nope. Do you guys remember last episode? Barely. <laughs> um, before you were men in blacked with your memory race? Yeah. yeah. We, I asked you some questions. I asked you guys five questions each. Oh, yeah. Do you remember, oh, that? remember that? Yeah. I have more questions I want to ask you, but before I do that, somebody reached out to me uh, regarding one of the questions I asked before. Okay. So, one of the questions I asked last episode, if you remember, was... What is the difference between being assassinated versus just murdered? Like, oh, right. how important do you have to yeah. be to yeah, be assassinated? Yeah, yeah, I was wrong. And so, <laughs> yeah. no, has, that, has nothing to do with that. So we I mean, went like, awesome. Ryan and I talked about that. like the political. You got to be like awesome. super important political, right? That was our kind yeah, of answer. Right. Yeah. And we specifically talked about, um, you know, my, my analogy was, could LeBron James be assassinated, right? right? Mm-hmm. So uh, Michael Vinoy reached out to us. Great guy. Long time listener. Yep. Um, he's given us ten million dollars, I think, in, in, yeah, I in think funds so. over yeah, the last week. Kind, yeah, <laughs> very good yeah. guy. He wrote. He writes this to me. Just want to comment on your example of what defines an assassination. I believe it is someone in in government, but you also missed royalty. Although Jeff did say royalty, I think I did. That was like the very yeah. beginning. He said, okay. it, but we didn't talk about yeah. this. But he says, which is why Ryan's example of LeBron James was actually bad. Because he is, of course, King James. Therefore, he would be assassinated <laughs> case closed. <laughs> there you go. So the, the newspaper headline would say, not King LeBron James, James a King, King James, James assassinated. Yeah. King uh, James. LeJohn like Brames. that's how it would think, uh, how it would be if you I be got King assassinated. James. Yeah, that's yeah. you. King yeah, James. King James assassinated. Kill me and we'll see. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. No, thank you. No, no thank you. Offer I, denied. I want you to live. <laughs> no. <laughs> no, thank you. So you guys, on the heels of this... I have come up with five more questions to ask you. Okay. <laughs> Are you ready for these questions? Yes. yes. All right. Number one. Are eyebrows facial hair? Yes. Well, they are on your face. Right. They are on your face. But if you said like, man, you got nice facial hair going. You're not talking about my eyebrows. No. No. <laughs> but if you didn't have, if you didn't have eyebrows, would you lack facial hair? Yeah. If you had like no beard, no mustache. What if I had no eyebrows and a beard? You st- I would still. Use- I still had facial hair. But, yeah. Natalie, no, but does Natalie, Natalie had- have facial hair? No beard and eyebrows. Oh, I would we would normally. If you you'd said probably yes. said okay. So no. <laughs> okay, so no. no eyebrows. One hundred percent. They are not. Like it's no one thinks they are. Hair on your face, so like facial hair. But when people use the word facial hair, they mean Ooh, the word facial hair is one word. When they use the phrase facial hair, facial hair. Facial they hair. mean like beard and mustache. Beard Where and does mustache. your face start? And maybe your face starts just under your eyebrow. At what point does your face become your head? Maybe yeah, what point does your face become? Your, your is your face. forehead the transition between head I feel and like face? The hair, your hair. No, I can't be right. Because what about bald people? Then they wouldn't have a face. I feel like <laughs> no, they wouldn't have a <laughs> they hair. Wouldn't have a head. They wouldn't have a head. <laughs> They're all face. Man, you're like ninety percent face. <laughs> you got the biggest forehead I've ever seen. You didn't have a beard. You don't have hair. You're bald. You just have it's one big, one big head. Your forehead goes so then from. If he grew hair, he'd be a lot, a lot of facial hair. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I feel like yeah, like like Carcassonne. You know how it's like split by the by the grass. Mm-hmm. You know, like I feel like. The hairline, even if you're bald, is the determinant factor for your face. So it's not the eyebrow line underneath the eyebrow. Yeah, I think your forehead is still your face. Yeah, because like when you like wash your face, you wash (laughs) your forehead, or when you have like a spa like face mask, it goes like. In the Nicolas Cage movie Face Off, what part of the face did they remove and put on each other? I think it's the is it the hairline? No, because like it's it's like more like head off, wasn't it? Head off? Because it wasn't Nicolas Cage's (laughs) face with John Travolta's hair. (laughs) Was it John Travolta? Yeah, that's true. It was like their whole yeah. That'd be funny. Though. Yeah. <laughs> I think even the when, voice was, was yeah. taken away. If it's like the jawline. All right. Know, Which I guess the answer is no for Natalie. Yes, maybe for other people. Okay. Interesting. <laughs> Number two. At the movies, mm-hmm. or maybe even on an airplane, which yeah. armrest is yours? 
Both. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I'm Jeff Madigan, bitches. <laughs> Here's my answer. If, if both, if nobody's, if like I know the people sitting next to me or like, 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 if I'm sitting next to you, like you on one side and nobody's on the other side, but if there's a stranger next to me, I do not touch that. I need armrest. to draw this out. Do you put both arms on the one armrest that's yours? <laughs> no, but like mm. I'll be like, I'll like choose one or the other, like to be courteous, you know, I'm not gonna like steal it, but I'll like choose one or the other. But I feel like I have the option of both if I either no one's next to me or I know the people next to me. But if it's a stranger next to me, I won't touch that armrest. I don't know if I here's what that, I'm going but with, but I like the here's what I'm going with. <laughs> if I'm on an airplane, really? which most likely has three seats. Wait, okay. what, what, a motorcycle? I, I'm, no, I'm on an airplane. Oh, okay. a motorcycle? I don't know why. That's like what Didn't I thought I say you had pizza on the stream. <laughs> oh my god, I'm like, oh, that Jeff was weird. Left for an hour at 10:30 to get some. Pizza. I was like, there's no way Jeff eating pizza no. at like 10:15. I don't know. So I'm on an airplane. Usually there's three seats, right, on yeah, the airplane. Right. If I'm in the middle, I drew this out. Okay. If I'm in the middle, I'm taking both armrests. Yeah, you get them both. You got the shit seat, and you're sitting. The, in the other middle. one gets the window. One gets the, the other one gets the left gets one. The yeah, and you get yeah. Somebody gets the aisle and the left. I get both the middle, and then the person in the window gets the window and the right armrest. I arm take rest. more of a communist approach as it relates to the armrests. I'm getting about, give me like 40% of each one. Okay. You know what so I mean? I'll take your, like, just give me like half. Let me just at least be able yeah, to you rest want your, it. Yeah, I get it. Yeah, and then the other person yeah. can have the other 60%. Well, don't Maybe you, you alternate. Arm like this? No. First of all, no one can see that. That's what you <laughs> no did in the one car. can see that. I can. <laughs> Now he's drunk. Let's, just, let's just do a bunch of visual jokes. Yeah. This exactly. Whoa, that guy's got a Whoa, look at his shirt. Yeah. Whoa, that's crazy, man. <laughs> so the airplane one doesn't apply to me because I will not. Don't go on airplanes. I will not sit in a middle seat. Because <laughs> I'm a pilot. If I, I go there, the if I go by myself, I will not ever sit in a middle seat. Middle seat's the worst. But what if like you're going, because sometimes on planes, maybe it's not like this anymore. Don't you select your seat beforehand? Yes. Yeah. Well, what if like there's nothing left but middle seats? You're you not going on the you flight. You won't go. I'm going to Hawaii traveling. this week nope. this year. Oh, I guess not. I mean, I've never been in that situation where that, that's the only option. It's kind of like parallel parking. I'm with you on that. Like, I will not parallel park. I would rather drive two miles. <laughs> <laughs> or walk two but miles. But Jiu-Jitsu, he's, yeah. like, he's like, oh, there's there's like 10 miles of open space, but there's two cars parked Boom. tightly together where I could maybe fit in there. Yep. I'm, getting, I'm doing it. And he will. <laughs> yeah, and he'll do it perfectly. In one try, yep. Part, like, beautifully. <laughs> All right. Uh, number three. If an ambulance is on its way to save someone... But then on its way, it runs someone else over. Does it stop to save that person? I don't Does know. It go where it's going? Do they call a new ambulance? That's what I call when, when I talk to my students about irony. That's what I was talking about. Yeah. Like that's an ironic situation. Yeah. yeah. Um, I I don't know. Is the answer no? Like they do they have a job where they have to go to one place? I would guess they stop right. Or do they just yeah, like what happens to the other guy? The other guy is just the other person injured is just fucked. I would guess. Well, I'm, I'm assuming the, the the ambulance is like, I hit somebody again. Go out to this. Go <laughs> yeah. out to, I got to take like, care of him or else people are going to think I'm an asshole. Go out guy. to the original house. That's my thought. I wonder, you know who would know this is Jerry might know the answer to this from the snow. Oh, yeah, because yeah. Jerry does that. So Jerry, he if you're listening, you're not. Gobby, when I need you to ask Jerry. Jerry runs people over on, in yeah. the ambulance. When Jerry runs people over in the ambulance, does he stop or does he keep going to the, the person he was <laughs> a, initially going to? Yeah. <laughs> well, hit that guy. That guy's dead. I'm sure they have some sort of protocol. Okay. Number four, wait, Natalie, do you have any uh, thoughts on this one? Because last time I asked the question, Jeff just said it, and you were like, here's my answer. <laughs> yeah, I it. don't really have a lot of thoughts on that one. Okay. <laughs> Number four, in the word scent, like smelling, Okay. is the S or the C silent? Yes. I like how Jeff writes it down. <laughs> it's a visual learner. Mm-hmm. The S or learner. the C. What, which letter is silent in the word scent? Well, why can't they both be? 
Because then it'd be end. <laughs> no, 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 no. I didn't mean both be silent. The both of them make the sound. Yeah, why can't they both make the right? sound? Scent. So neither of them are silent. Yeah, is that's your, what is I'm your saying. Thing. Okay, scent. I'm going to go with, this is a beautiful end. <laughs> the aroma coming off of you right, is a beautiful end. There are other words like S-E-N-T. Scent? Where, like C-E-N-T? there are other scent. words where like the same spelling does have two different meanings. So like, why couldn't they just wait? Do wait, that? wait, wait, wait. I'm, oh, like I'm, minute. I'm continuing minute? on your point. Okay. Where like, why did they need both letters? Yeah. Like, why couldn't like S E N T mean what it means? And also, do this? we even need the letter C in the alphabet at all? Why do we need the letter C? Um, the S makes the S sound, and the K makes the K sound. What about the word Pacific Ocean, where all the C's are different sounding? P A S I F I K. <laughs> right? Oh, okay. Yeah. Right? You don't actually need the letter C. I think there's other letters that are like that too, and I can't. Poor think of them C. Right now. There's got to yeah. be reasons. What do, you, what do you need the damn C wow, for? I never thought about that. Yeah, you're the damn it C. Blew my mind. Stupid C. Poor Good. C. Thank you. Cat. Now number. My, now my high school diploma yeah, means nothing. <laughs> <laughs> number five. If a cyclops closes its eye, is that a wink or a blink? Yes. <laughs> so, it's whatever he intends it to I be. I think it's like the movement of his head. If he's like, what's up, bro? That's a well, is the definition of a wink to wink half of your eyes? Let's look it up. Like, if you had four eyes, would winking be two? Ooh, so if you only have one eye, you can't possibly wink. You only blink? Wink definition. <laughs> the definition of wink. Close and open one eye quickly, typically to indicate that something is a joke or a secret or as a signal of affection or grief. So I guess if you were a cyclops, you could just wink. He yeah. winked, And then the example says he winked at Nicole as he passed. Okay. Oh, past part Google. doesn't mean die. Oh my, <laughs> oh my god. god. That's Walked. what you thought? That's what you, that's what you went? Your mind yeah, initially went to like, dead? I was like, you guys, this is the weirdest example. <laughs> like, he's about to die. Well, he's like, oh goodbye. My god, Ryan. Wink. <laughs> um, See you in the afterlife. Yeah. So by this definition, it sounds like it's all the intent Just, of what the Cyclops is right. meaning. It's probably yeah. like you said, like it depends on how the rest of his body reacts. Like if he's just like talking and he just like blinks, you know, and if there was no like meaning behind it, then it's a wink. Poor Cyclops. If- Wait. You just said different things there. You said if he was talking and he blinks and there's no meaning behind it, it's a wink? It's a blink. It's a blink. Okay. Hey, <laughs> blink. We'll listen back. Did you just say, hey, blinkin'? No, <laughs> no I said, hey, blinkin'. blinkin. <laughs> <laughs> all right, Jeff, what's up with you, man? Have you Did you do anything fun or interesting over the, the last couple of weeks? There's only five. Oh, oh that, five. that was five of them? Yeah. No. We had our eyebrows, facial hair. At the movies, which armrest is yours? In an ambulance on its way to save someone, run someone over, Jerry. Uh, the word sent is the S or the yeah. C silent, and is the Cyclops blink. closing its eye a wink okay, or a blink? Got it. Boom, we got it. What's hey, we did something last weekend. What'd you guys we remember hanging out? No. Okay. Wait, with me? Next. What? Natalie, what's up with you? We did, I remember. We did like a mini nerd fest last weekend. So we always talk about on the show this this grand event that we have it's a uh, grand in the con, winter. Isn't it? Yeah. It's a grand con venture. We should call it grand con. Yeah. Although it's more, it's not more as, as grand as it. It's more general. We should, we should call, call it like gen, great general gen, gen, gen con. Gen con. Yeah, okay, <laughs> so we'll call it gen con from here now. So we have this nerd fest that happens in January, December, January. Yep. Recently, we've been doing it in January, and where we get together on a Friday, Saturday, and Sunday, and we just do nerd stuff. It started a long time ago with video games, and now we've been playing a bunch of board the games. First one and, was like twelve years ago now. 
man, it's a long time. Holy hand grenade. So, and then we've always had this kind of conversation of maybe we should do like a mini one over the summer. Like we can't go a year without. I think we've talked about that for years. years. So with the completion of my basement and the cleaning of the puke on the carpet, we have... (laughs) We have had kind of maybe our first like mini nerd fest sort of. So yeah. hopefully yeah. this can that be a thing that one. keeps well, going. Also it was, it was the inaugural. The, the original Gen Con weekend. Oh yeah. So yeah, we, that is actually cool. kind of how it started, right? Because we did the we did the Gen Con weekend last year yes. at Dave's. Yeah, that's right. And so this is sort canceled. yeah, it was sort of yeah. like a kind of mix between the two. It yeah. was like the Gen Con meets because it wasn't as large mm-hmm. scale wise as a nerd fest. Yes. Right. We didn't invite right. Everybody. Yeah, it was basically our our, our Gen Con crew. Yeah, it was of. like the Gen Con crew. Yeah, and right. we we got together Saturday all day and Sunday all day and played a bunch of games and it was it was really fun and I was, was excited to host. I haven't hosted anything, you know, in my basement like that. Also, yeah. slash COVID has been in for a year and a half. And it was now. perfect, dude. But it was perfect. I thought it was a ton of fun. Yeah, we played a lot really of games fun. and had a ton of laughs. And yeah, it went off yeah. without a hitch. Me and Joe played poker for four hours one night. Yep. It was great. <laughs> yeah, well, we forced Natalie to play Lords of Vegas. Which we yep. were hoping Again. we could add that to the Gamecasters Essentials, but I don't know if it's going to work. I don't know if it's going to work, but it was an incredible that time. That might have like, been. It was really fun. That was an amazing time. I just time. watched it, and it might have been the best play ever. It really? was awesome. It was like every single turn had like. Some crazy moment. <laughs> well, I mean, you had that one casino that you guys were like re. What was What's the um like re. Reorganizing. reorganizing yeah. Thank you. Reorganizing. You're like re you know, establishing who's the boss there. Yeah. Every turn. Well, because like four of us were involved. Awesome. Yeah. And that's so what we kept was so great about it. Well, and all the numbers were so low <laughs> yeah. that it was cheap enough. Yeah. Because yeah. every time you guys would roll, it'd be like one, one, two. The winner two, had like five. a four. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's like, oh, okay, well, it's only gonna cost ten million dollars to redo this. Let's do it again. <laughs> it was so fun. Yeah. And I, I we were hoping and Ryan was secretly hoping too that maybe not secretly, but that Natalie would out. fall in love with the game because of the group that we were playing with. Yeah. And that group is the best group to play the game with because yeah, basically just playing with we us. just have so yeah. much fun we don't you know care too much about who's winning it's just like such a blast to play so we we're hoping that natalie had fun yeah tell us I natalie and fun. might want to play again at some point tell us natalie um, i wouldn't go that far <laughs> <laughs> i had fun though. it was fine <laughs> no i did have fun it was definitely a much better play than the last one i think i realized going into that game you can't um, take it too seriously. Yeah, you can't take it too seriously, and you can't like. Heck no. You have to go in expecting to lose. Yeah, you can't. Yeah, you can't care about like winning. The, like the real casino. You go into yeah. it like, <laughs> like, yeah. I realized while playing that game, like, I was like, "There's no way I'm gonna win this," so I'm just gonna like, you know, try to shake things up because, like, in shake an instant, like, I had I owned two casinos, and I felt like two turns later, I owned zero casinos. Yep, you know, but then two turns later, you could own four. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Then like, I just kept trying to get them back the whole time, and it didn't work out. But back. it was really fun. Yeah. Yeah. That's you true. did get the one, one back. back. It was like Not two the... people were were close <laughs> at the top, and then the rest of us were kind of huddled. Yeah. Back, but at I least like, I like shot up at the beginning, and then I stayed in that exact same spot. And yeah. Was dead last at the end. That happened. It happened to Joe the the time we played before, where Joe had two points. The whole, which is like you never that's played a, that's it. Like that's like that's like unheard of low. That like you can happen. lock into like three. You know, that's on accident. Like, yeah, that's ter- That's almost yeah. to the point where I could see it being like, oh my this gosh, game. Yeah. <laughs> like fuck this. Yeah. But this it was it was a blast. Well. I think the whole weekend was was a ton of fun, and I'm I'm glad you guys came over. And it was just it was great. It was really it was fun. great. Yeah. I got um so I I have a th- I have a theory I've been working on that Jeff's son Jack is actually 
in charge of some like mafia organization. <laughs> like okay. baby boss or boss? Yeah, like baby, like baby like, boss. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like boss baby. Boss okay, baby. he's the boss. Baby. He is the boss. Okay, so here, let me tell you what happened. On um, <laughs> I don't know. A, a number of weeks ago, we came over to Jeff's house and we had a sucker for Jack. Or no, Jack. No, Jack, Jack came over came here. here. Yeah. Jack came here. It was when Emily was in town, yeah. right? Yep. Um, and we gave Jack a sucker. I then became known as. The sucker guy. Ryan, yep. sucker. Yeah, for, yeah, for weeks sucker. after that, it was... Jeff tells this really funny story about how Jack just like wakes up in the morning. Like he opens his eyes, sits up and goes, sucker time. Yeah, he's like, wakes up, he's like, and he's like, popsicle time. Yeah. <laughs> like, it's time for popsicle. Right when yeah. he wakes up in the it's morning. It's time for a popsicle. And you're just so afraid of him, you gotta give him what he wants. Yeah, I have to just give it to him. So, so okay, I'll tell you that story because so he's associating me now with, with suckers, which yes. I guess is better than vomiting toys. Yep. That's true. And uh, so we come over on... Friday, no, Saturday, mm-hmm. to play games, and Jack sees me, and I'm like, hey, what's up, Jack? And he's like, Ryan Sucker. Yeah. Like, like basically, basically, where the fuck where is, is my, my sucker? sucker? Yeah. Is basically what he's, what he's like, and I'm like, and he's two, you know, so you have to listen to every fucking thing this kid says. Yep. And so I was like, oh, buddy, I'll get you one, I'll get you one next time, and he's not like, okay, he's just like, sucker. <laughs> so... Sunday morning rolls around, you know, the whole day, I'm like, we're going to bring them suckers, I'm going to bring them a whole fucking bouquet of suckers, we got all these suckers at the house, we're going to bring them, we make up Sunday morning, what the hell do we do? We forget the suckers. <laughs> oh my god, we walk in the house, and Ryan immediately... I pull her back, and I'm like, we don't have a sucker, we can't walk in I this thought, house, we I, both I, suckers, I you're not allowed in. Like, yeah. I thought something horrible happened, because he was just like, stopped and looked at me with like, wide eyes, and he was like, <gasps> and I was like, what? And he's like, we forgot the suckers, and I was like, oh. <laughs> so I like, send Natalie in, and I rush out to 7-Eleven, which is right across the street from Jeff's house, and I walk in there, and I'm just like. You got the, where's the suckers? <laughs> Where are the suckers, man? <laughs> and the guys in the counter, he's like, I don't even know if we sell those. <laughs> you know? So I like walk over to the counter and I find all they have, every sucker they have is sour. Everyone oh, really? is like sour or watermelon. I'm like, ooh, that sounds pretty good. But I'm not going to give sour sucker to, to Jack, Two-year-old, right? Yeah. So then, then I see other crowd, they have ring pops. And I'm like, is this too big for him? I'm like, this is either going to be the coolest sucker he's ever had in his life. Or he's gonna be like, I can't fucking eat this. Give me something <laughs> yeah. else. Let's go back, yeah. right? So I get this. I get the ring pop, and as I pull in the driveway to come into the house, Devin and Jack are outside, and Jack's potty training, so he's completely nude, mm-hmm. <laughs> yep. Yep. <laughs> which makes him even that more ter- much more terrifying. <laughs> so I come in the backyard, and I'm like, I'm like, hey, buddy. And he just kind of looks at me. He doesn't say anything. He just looks at me like. Remember yesterday? Remember yesterday? Remember you, you were going to bring something. And so I like, I'm like, I got a surprise for you. And he just walks over to me like straight face. There's no like smiles. Walks over to me like, give it to me. <laughs> so I open, I grab the sucker and I'm like, here you go, buddy. And Devin's like, oh, wow. Thank you. Uncle Ryan got you a sucker. And he like holds it in his hand and he gets as close to me as like, you, like, like say you're like drunk at the bar and some guy says something to your girl and you walk up to him and you're like, Fuck you. Like you know, you get like, nose. Yeah, like yeah. nose to nose. That's what he does to me. He like walks up, he gets right in my face, you know, because I'm like kneeling down and he just looks at me and he just goes, open this. <laughs> like holding it. We're to not me. teaching him manners. We're yeah. just going to let him open yeah. it. Oh, when they're two or younger, there's no such thing Everything as manners. Everything they do yeah. is hilarious. Yeah, it doesn't matter. They're no matter just, how rude they are, it's so yeah. funny. But so he's just like, open, open it. Yeah. And so I'm like, okay. And I'm like fumbling with it, like opening it. And I give it to him and he looks at the package and he looks at the sucker and the package. The sucker in the in the package and the sucker in real life are the same color. They're green, right? But the handle of the actual <laughs> sucker he gets is like blue, and the one on the per- on the on the package is purple. And he just kind of like he's like comparing them, and he's like, he knew. Yeah, he's like, it's not purple. Yeah, <laughs> it was something like that. Like, huh? But but then he just like put it in his mouth and waddled away, yeah. naked. Yeah. <laughs> and I was like, oh, yeah, thank you, Lord Madigan. <laughs> and I went, you can no. go in now. Yeah. yeah. So I, 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 I kept thinking about that. I'm like. 
he could command a room. <laughs> he could like I feel like if like there was like a rowdy like group of people like rabble rousing, he could like snap. Yeah, he yeah. could just like Listen. he could just yeah. be like, hey, hey. And they'd be like, oh, oh God. Oh, yeah. man. You know, he, well, there was a few times he was, you just hear him like, Daddy. And Jeff's like, gotta go. Yeah. <laughs> oh, shit. Oh, I gotta go. Yeah, I'll, I'll know. <laughs> he ate that sucker for Sunday, Monday, and Tuesday. <laughs> yeah, he was milking it. <laughs> yeah. Like, he woke up the next day. He had it like, he had like breakfast and the sucker the next morning. He was just like, <laughs> well, here's so another happy. thing. Because, like, so he, when he, he took it, right? from me and he's got he's like walking away with it and it's a ring pop so i'm trying to i tried to put it on his finger i was like let me see your finger and i like put it on him and he was just like nah. <laughs> like i don't think so but he instead of like putting it in his mouth like a sucker he just licked it like it was an ice cream cone yeah. and i was like laughing and Devin's like well he's really only ever had a sucker with you yeah so he doesn't really under, this is like, a new food for yep. him yeah <laughs> he doesn't know and i was like oh that's actually really funny you know you wouldn't think yeah. he was like yeah. a sucker <laughs> well, he does like you because know? i went outside by myself one time when he was out there and he just looked at me and was like, Ryan? Where the fuck is Ryan? <laughs> yeah, like, where's Ryan? Where- <laughs> he must- yeah, I'm the sucker guy. You're the sucker, yeah. he's the sucker guy. You know, I got a sucker guy. You're a guy. Yeah, yeah. I got yeah, he's guy. with He's with Ainsley. He's like, she's like, I want a sucker. And he's like, I got a sucker guy. I got a guy. <laughs> I got a guy for that. Yeah, yeah. Let me call him. <laughs> Ryan, he's on yeah. his way. <laughs> I felt better because he did that to Jen, too, his aunt. Jen, too? <laughs> oh, no. Because she was like, hi. And then he was just like, Ainsley? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> oh, yeah. Right. Yeah. 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 Yeah, adults are just vehicles to get children what the hell they want. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's all we're there for. Yep. Sucker time. Sucker time. Popsicle, popsicle time. That is the funniest thing ever. <laughs> anyway, it was a great time. We had a good, yeah, uh, yeah, good it was really fun. nerd fest. It played was great. lots of games. Yeah. yeah, we did play lots of games, didn't we? We did. Is that a segue or do you want to do other sure. things? <laughs> Let's do it. One of the game. Wait, you want to go first? <laughs> Because oh, yeah, neither of the two games we're going to talk about were played at Nerdfest. I'll go first. I'll go first, but it's not a game we play at Mini Nerdfest. <laughs> yeah, neither of the one. It's I'm a game that I played the day after Mini Nerdfest, Monday at our, um, what's it called? Gama, uh, our game Gamundi. night. Weekly, like a Monday <laughs> yeah, game it's, night. It's more, it was like the, like the Nerdfest nightcap. Yeah, yeah. It was <laughs> like nightcap. the next day. You so know, I do want, party. before I talk after about this game, I want to <laughs> say that I played a game online, guys. Mm. Mm. Oh, I yeah. did it. I know about this. I played a game online. I only know about it because I saw it in the Discord. Who we all might know as a, fat, fat, guy eating a fat guy eating burritos, who has been like so nice and asked me for like two months, like, hey, I want to teach you Concordia. I want to play with you. I'm, I'm like, okay. Did he know? Let's like, do it. And then were you like, I hate playing games online? Oh, he knows. Okay. But we, we, I was like, okay, let's figure out a weekend. And then weekends just flew by, right? It's just hard to get yep. things yeah. going. And right. then um, I happened to, uh, Jack was going to go to my mom for the day. Devin was at work. And I was like, let me yeah, just see time. if Dan's around. He happened to have like, because Dan's a postal worker. He had like, that was his day off. Right. And it just all worked like, out. This the, is the, the day. The stars aligned. So we played Concordia online nice. on Tabletop Simulator. Okay. And I really liked the game. I, I still, I, I still like, no, I haven't played it. did you play it when I owned it? At, maybe you just weren't there that night. Maybe, yeah, maybe I wasn't. Because I know you were playing games with us at that point. It could have been like, you know, 10 years ago. It's hard to, yeah. Was right, it 10 years sure. ago? Probably 2012. Yeah. I don't think it was that long ago. Yeah. But yeah, it was. Um, I, I like the game. Bad. I thought it was good. Um, Dan probably took it easy on me. Um, <laughs> he only beat me by like 20, 25. <laughs> uh, but it was cool. I, 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 don't, I still don't love like moving the pieces around because it was it was a mod. Yeah. So you still had to like move everything. and, and Yeah, grab you're things. doing it all. Yeah. yeah. But overall, it was I really like the game. So I'm excited. I do have the game because I got it super cheap one day because Dan was like, it's cheap on Amazon or something. Go so I just bought it. it. And in shrink still. I fall into like peer pressure. Yeah. I think it's out of shrink now. Oh, I, is it? I opened it to learn it the day oh, before. Oh, okay. Because when I, so I read it. Fest, I saw it was. Yeah. So I wanted to, to read the rules before nice. um, we played. And 
nice. Yeah, it's good. I see why people like it so much. I really like. I see the. It's like ranked 18th. I know for being that old too. What's funny? It was. I remember when I bought it. I asked Bill. I was like, "Hey, I got. I just got Concordia. Do you know how to play it?" And he was like, "I do." He was like, "But I have no clue how to do well." Okay. I remember when he said that. I was like, "Oh, gee, Bill is saying." Yeah. This. Bill is like, you know, he'll beat anyone at any game, anytime, ever. Mm-hmm. You know, and I'm like, if he doesn't know, this is gonna be crazy. Yeah. And we played it, and I remember liking it. Yeah, it's, it's not got that like cool a hand tough, management. Yeah, the hand uh, management's great. Thing, yeah, we were buying cards. You had them directly to your hand, but mm-hmm. it, it wasn't like tough. I could see that the rules are simple. Like you could teach this game in 15 minutes to people, sure. but. Yeah, knowing the cards, knowing the combinations, that yeah, kind of when stuff to would do, take what to do. lots of plays. But right. um, so he beat me, but not by that much. But I think he was being nice. Maybe I'm sure he could have crushed me to the ground. <laughs> I don't um, know. That's pretty. Twenty points is. But I know it's right there. Yeah. So we played on that Monday. Um, we played Rising Sun, which Game is going to kind of go in the trilogy. Yeah, which is going to go along with last episode, Ankh. So Ankh. if you haven't listened to Ankh. Oh. Go back and listen to episode 70, yeah. and then we're going to work backwards and talk about Rising, Rising Sun. Yep. And then Blood Rage like will be next episode. Yeah. <laughs> the name of a Twilight movie. <laughs> Twilight Rising yeah. Sun? Twilight Rising Sun. Maybe it is. It does. It does sound <laughs> like it. Oh, it doesn't like a Twilight. Oh, now it's over. It for me. Twilight, yeah. <coughs> you ruined Twilight for me. You ruined Twilight, Twilight. yeah. Eclipse. Rising Sun has yeah. been ruined. I forget the other ones. Uh, is the first one just called Twilight? Yeah. I There's like Twilight, New, new I Moon. Like new Moon. See, oh. Rising Sun goes right along. Sure does. Maybe it's the next one. <laughs> Twilight Rising Sun. So in Twilight Rising Sun, <laughs> it's designed by Eric Lang, and like Ryan said, it's in this. Is it a trilogy? So yeah, is it a Blood prequel Rage, to Rising Ankh? Sun? Would it be considered Ankh. a prequel? I don't think they're narratively connected. Yeah. I think it's just. Uh, so it's the second game because Blood Rage was first, right? Or right. yeah. Um, and Rising Sun is by Come On or Simon yeah. Games, and they obviously did just this massive Kickstarter, of oh, course. Um, Produced these humongous minis and. That's just what they do, right? They they control Kickstarter in that way. It's like if you want a game with sweet minis, that's very every control. project they do will make million makes millions of dollars. Yeah, is it like an Asian-y feel? Oh man, yes. We're gonna have to that. cut that. We gotta cut that out. Maybe. Why? <laughs> um, yes, it is. It's that, that place. So the that? board. You can, I guess. The board is a map of Japan. It sounds right. So it's a map of Japan broken into seven or so zones, something like that, and. And maybe like this in Ankh or Blood Rage, but each player is controlling a, a like a faction, right? A, a, a clan is what the the game calls it, right? And it's like an Asian clan. Yeah, <laughs> does that sound wrong? Yeah, I don't, think it it sound I don't mean Asian-y. it like offensively. Like, well, I know you didn't. Mean I get it mixed up. Like, I think of like when you first said, it, I thought of like Red Rising. Like, I pictured that because it has Rising in the name, and I was like trying to picture. Yeah, like red, if you look at the the cover of the box has like, like Japanese characters right. yeah, in it. Right. Yeah. So, had, like, um, oh yeah, the theme the, is like one of my favorite themes. So yeah. cool. And the minis are so cool. So it's a map, meaning that it's going to be area control. And you start with this faction that has a cool power or ability that kind of breaks the rules, which is again a, a good start. That's something that we always yep. kind of like. like that. Um, and the theme is, is again, control areas, right? Work to control and reshape the land and earn the most victory points, blah, blah, blah. Right. You know. Uh, it takes place over three seasons because apparently you just can't fight in the winter. Nope. Um, Too cold. Where each round or each season begins by making alliances, which is kind of cool and doesn't happen in Blood Rage. And I don't know. I don't think it happens in Ankh. There's making- like this, um, this thing that we don't do in a two-player game that I think does that. Okay. It's called like the merging gods. Ooh. And I think it kind of, it's like St. Natalie's beating the shit out of us. 
the free player game, I think you and me kind of like merge together and we're like, okay, does it force you to do it? Sort of? Yeah, I think it's okay. Like oh, you were saying that people yeah. don't like that's yeah, the one right. part of people don't like right. this is this is by choice. So you have a table, you know, we were playing with four. If you play with five, you, you have a you can have a discussion of like, why would you want to be my ally for the round? Why would you want and people can can pair up or they can just stay by themselves. If you pair up with someone, you get benefits when they take actions. Well, or when you get you to take put the yin yang together, and the and that's the coolest part. What? It is you very cool. This? No. Oh. Yeah, each, each person, each person's clan or faction has their own like half, you know, a half a yin yang. Yeah. You have a yin or and a yang. So when you ally, you put them together, it's a whole oh, yin yang. It's cool. and you yin yang yourself together. <laughs> it's adorable. <laughs> um, so that discussion's kind of cool of like why you'd want to work with someone. So you do that to start the round, and then the starting player has seven or has ten tiles, and they pick four off the top, and then you basically choosing an action for everybody at the table to do. Yeah. So those actions are are. They are area control actions, right? Right. Put dudes on the board. It is move guys around, buy cool cards, buy extra like figures to add to your army. Masturbate. Yeah, all that kind of stuff, right? right? Normal Um, stuff. So normal area control. If you're like, all right, what do I do in an area control? I bolster, I add people, I move them around. Those are the actions that you pick. But if Ryan and I are allies that round and Ryan picks to add more dudes on the map, then I get a little bonus because he was my ally that round. (coughs) Um, There's also some that like make a discount on buying a card. And or or some of the actions are just specific to us. Can you attack cool. your ally or no? So if you remain allies, one of the actions that you actually can take is to betray your ally. So it like severs action. ties, which we didn't have in our game at all. But you can like sever ties. You uh, get a little bit of bonus, um, but you're kind of like, I, I don't know. You've made yourself kind of vulnerable, right? To like, mm. who's going to now be your ally next round? Right. If you so, have, there's, there's got to right. be a right timing to it. What it does is it allows you to like, it's called betrayal, and you can swap out um, figures. Like, you take figures off the board that was someone else's clan or faction and put yours on there. Damn. So it's like a quick switch. We didn't end up doing it. It didn't make sense for a lot of people in our in our game to to betray. Okay. Um, and what was your question? Uh, did I have? One? Oh, can you attack your oh, opponent? Yeah, so at the end of the round, um, <laughs> once you take these seven actions. Uh, picked by people around the table. So everybody's pick picks kind of an action and you take the action. Yep. At the end of the round, any contested zone, of course, is going to have a battle. Yep. If you and your ally are the only ones there, it's just the person that has the most power. That's it. There's no like, you don't fight, you don't do anything. That person then just controls that thing. Nobody dies, you just take control of that. If, they're, mm-hmm. if you're fighting against somebody else, then there's this pretty cool like, it's, it's close to like an auction or bidding kind of action mechanic. So behind your player board, you have four four or five different actions that you're bidding on to take during the, the fight. Okay. So there's one that's like, kill all your guys and get a point for killing all your guys. Yeah. You seppuku yourself, right? Right. Yep. Mm-hmm. And you just like kill all your dudes. <clears throat> there's then that one that's like kidnap or might not be kidnap. Right, it's kidnap. Take someone else's. Yeah. You take someone else's off the board. And then there's this one about like, you can just write about the dead people and sing a song about the dead people and earn <laughs> points for all the people that died You're in the battle, right? So Robin ran away. Yeah, exactly. Bravely ran yeah. away. <laughs> no, I didn't. I, thought it was, I, never, I did. never did. Also the rising sun. <laughs> Do you want to sing it? Go ahead. Go ahead. Um, Come on. There is a house in New there Orleans. There is a house in New Orleans. <laughs> <laughs> they call the rising sun. <laughs> Twilight rising sun. <laughs> That's all I'm saying. Yeah. And there's vampires was and werewolves. <laughs> and they glitter in the nighttime. <laughs> and it's stupid and dumb. Nellie, that was beautiful. Thank now, you. so <laughs> as you're bidding, so 
uh, what you do is you, uh, behind your player screen, you're, you're placing all the money on these different spots to take the action during the fight. And then who's ever in the fight pulls back their screen. And now we reveal. So right, Natalie and I are fighting each other. We look at it and go, all right, I won the Sapoku, Sapuku action. <laughs> so I'm going to be the one that kills all my guys. Yeah. Natalie won kidnap. So she goes and oh, there's now going to no guys. Right. right. So you're kind of playing both the game, what's on the board, as well as what's Natalie going to do. Natalie's thinking, what's Jeff going to do? You got to play these, the people. Yeah. Um, and think of the scenarios of what could happen. That's, a lot of these themes you're talking about are present in both Blood Rage and Ankh. Yeah, by and, the, way. And the games are so connected, right? Yeah. I haven't the Ankh is the only one I haven't played, but that's right. They just seem so connected in yeah. that in that kind of I mean of they're way. all area control, they all have their own distinct like period theme, you know yeah. what I mean? Like one's really Asian y mm -hmm. and then the other one Egyptian <laughs> one's really Egyptian y <laughs> the other one's like really Norse. -y. Yeah. <laughs> so once if you win an area, so the battle, um, if you have the most control at the end of that that fight, you win the battle, you get like kind of a little token that says you won a battle in that zone. Mm. Um, all the zones have different colors. You want to collect different zones. So you have like a set collecting. Is that how you win? That gets you points at the end of the game. Oh. So you get um, points throughout the game through, you know, killing your own guys or killing other people or kidnapping. And you you have some points. But at the end of the game, you're getting points for the collection of those different zones. So yeah. trying to win a battle in as many areas as you can. You get points for these end game scoring cards that that are various, right? You get points for having different types of cards or different types of figures in your army or, or different kind of things, right? And that's that's how the game plays, right? But... It is an area control game. If you're not going to like conflict, this game's not going to yeah, you don't be want, your game. Yeah, you're not going to like and it. This, well, it's this long, too. type of game is not Dave Madigan's type of game. He doesn't like area control, does he? Donkey Kong had a pretty miserable time. Oh, um, no, on Monday? Right away, it was... So me and him were allies to start with, and Joe and Bill were allies to start with. On the first round, he kind of got like... He got beaten like two battles, and it, it was like he was restarting, right? He didn't have anything... Yep. He didn't have anything in the in the works, right? right? It was just that was what yep, he had. He, he lost it, and now it was like, games, yeah. And then it was like, well, what do I do? You know, and that mm -hmm. kind of sucked for the night because yep. now it was only two rounds after that. What do I do? Yep. So he kind of had a tough time for the two rounds after that. Um, Bill and I sort of teamed up the last two rounds and kind of pulled away from everybody. Joe, Joe, and Dave kind of combined, and Dave was kind of like, well, I can't win. Yeah. So let I'll me just, help you. Yeah. Right. So he's, they were kind of. Joe kind of pushed sucks. up. You don't want to be like and that whole being thing a king-making Yeah, and he, and it, you know, it didn't, right? I, I like, won by a million. Really? I, like, I think that both Dave and Joe were kind of, like, going after Bill a little bit. Yeah. And I was like, well, I'll just kind of. Yeah. Because Bill and I were allies, but we were, like, eh, maybe 40% allies. You know, like. Yeah, sure. I'm not. Because well, you still want to win. Because we're, like, neck and neck yeah, racing. So I'm not going to pick gotta, actions that I know he's going right, to pick or that he's going to benefit, for, right? Yeah, right. So. And it doesn't make sense to betray him because we get bonuses. So we were kind of playing. They were like, Dave, Joe and Dave were full allies. Me and Bill were like, eh, we're going yeah, to kind of get a bonus here and there from each you. other. Yeah. Um, but I, so overall, I, I don't love these type of games. I don't reach for them. I, I saw this game on Kickstarter. I saw Ankh on Kickstarter. And I, those aren't games that I go, yes, this is an instant bet. Right. I'll never really turn. I don't turn down games usually because I just love playing games. But I see why Blood Rage Rising Sun and probably Ankh are like they, they are the best games in this category probably like in the area control category these games have to be some of the best right sure yeah and, I think so you know the, the and the part I loved about Blood Rage the most was the card drafting 100% right like that was that the card coolest. draft is so fun and the powers you get I think yeah I haven't played um, Rising Sun that's the one mm -hmm. I haven't played but I remember really enjoying Blood Rage yeah and I liked it more than my first play of Ankh, but 
I think I think I'll give it another try. However, the thing you're saying that Donkey Kong doesn't like is exactly the thing I don't like about area control games. That you can get into it, you can get into a position where you just get yeah. bested, and then now you're you got like you're like thirty percent away through the game, and you're like, now I have to start over. Yeah, and the person that just beat screwed. me is even stronger than they were yeah. before they fought me, and so now like oh now what do I do? Yeah. And I don't yeah. like that feeling, you know. There, you know, I I won this game. I think because I was avoiding some conflict. I I collected the most like flags, right? The most areas, but I also wasn't fighting. I I, I happened to be in areas where there wasn't people, or there was only one person, and I had more money, so I just kind of won, right? So it was like it was a five player game. I kind of took just four, just four. Um, I took. I think it plays up to five. Maybe may even play. I think more I even play six. Might even play six, but we only played with four, and just the. Just the, at least I could win the game without having to do direct conflict all the time. But that had to happen because other people were having conflict, I think, right? So other people were having conflict and I was avoiding some of it and winning some of these battles where nobody was there to collecting flags. And I also got some end game cards. So there is ways to score points at the end of the game without area majority, but you have to, you have to win some fights. And Dave was having a tough time at it. So a lot of times in these types of games, someone is is the Dave in this place. Someone is too far behind to catch back up. For and sure. Maybe, maybe plays of rising sun have that. Maybe that's why Ankh made that sort of last first connection sort of thing to try to pull that player up. So, because I see why people were angry at Ankh for why are you going to pull this player up? Yeah, right. But right. if you've been in that position, that sucks to yeah. play a three hour game. Right. Where now you're you just, have to just like, I don't yeah. like the fact that he's like, well, I can't win. So let me help Joe. Who's in third. Right. You know, I, I, that sucks. For Dave. That's yeah. not fun for Dave. Yeah. And I, I, I don't want to say it's bad game design because it's the nature of, of right. area it's control, I agreed. feel like. But at the same time, it's like I would never choose to design a game where one player has or maybe more could just be in a position where you're just, of just hating it. Yeah. You know, and some people, again, this is a difference in, I think, the like your perspective on these yeah. kinds of games because some people, that's the funniest thing in the world to them. Mm-hmm. You know, like, Fuck you. I yeah. just knocked you down. Ha 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 ha. Well, next yeah. game you'll do it to me and I'll laugh and ha 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 ha. There's also know? this like area of like th- this idea of like spite, right? Where like Dave now just got beat by Bill in the first. Dave probably should have hooked up with Bill in the second round to then maybe pull himself back yeah. up. But yeah. he was but like, yeah, like Fuck screw you. You, you, Bill, just, you just killed right? me. So I, I was, well, you know, so now me and Bill are going to team up and we're in first and second. So it was kind of like, yeah, but I get it. You know, this, this the game brings step. different kind of yeah. emotions and some, some of them can be really negative. Yeah. Other things I, I like, I like the cards. They added a lot of like variability, new strategies while you're playing. The, the minis are just like the coolest thing ever. Yeah. Um, yeah. The minis are really, they're awesome. so awesome. Um, downside of the minis. One thing I didn't like is that, the map is a little small. They they made a bigger because map. The mini, you mean because the minis are so big? Minis are so fucking huge. <coughs> the They made a bigger map. I don't know if it's a neoprene map or something, but you can buy like one that's like 50% bigger, 25% bigger. Yeah. They're so big that sometimes when you're getting close to the end of the game, you have a lot of dudes on the board. They're, you can't even fit them all on the on the spaces that they're supposed to be on. That sucks. And it's really annoying that's to annoying. go, all right, these guys are supposed to be here and these guys are supposed oh, to be here. Oh, man, that's That's terrible. really annoying. So I would have just been okay with smaller, smaller minis. Smaller minis. But, but when you just look at it, when you're looking yeah, at the board sweet. and this thing is like six inches tall, just like towering over, <laughs> it looks really that cool. That picture Joe put up. Of like his army, yeah, he like bought like army. all the sweet. That was yeah. cool. Like that, that alone was cool. Plus, man, how how good would those look painted? Yeah, man, they're very cool. Sweet. I really liked the 
the coin bidding for the battles. I thought that was a different way to do battling, right? Where instead of, okay, I'm going to flip a card, I'm going to play a card. This was bidding. So I felt more like I'm playing the person. Mm. Go, all right. If Bill kills all of his guys, I can win these and still win the battle. Or maybe I kill all my guys and make Bill waste his money, win the battle. And then if you win the battle, you have to pay the losers the money that you bid. So it's like, that's okay, maybe that's a strategy. And then I'll have more money for the next battle. Oh, now it's the last battle, so I'm just going to put all of my money on it. Yeah. I liked playing that a little bit, but I also didn't have those big swingy moments like Dave or Bill or right. Joe had, had where it like, could have went uh, either way. My Mine seemed to fall into place of like, this is obviously what yeah, I should worked do. Out. Another thing that I would like, a huge suggestion, Simon's not listening, but come on. <laughs> come now, on, might be. <laughs> yeah, they might be. These, I feel like the, these figures, these dudes on a map, they need like something like hero clicks. Where I don't know what each person's strength is because everybody has like Joe had those big those big awesome looking minis right he had four cards in front of him each mini was a different strength I don't know which one is which as I'm oh, looking at oh, it I so I have to keep asking Joe how much is this space oh, what so do you have in cool this space on the, on the mini wouldn't base, that be cool to like, like click, click it and be like all right this guy's power. worth six and if he moves into a space with another zone now he's three you know like that'd it, be cause, cool because your your bigger minis change they change their um their strengths kind of depending it. on the, I think that would just be so cool that would be cool now I can look at it and. You know, now I'm talking to Joe, asking him how much he has in the space. Now he knows he probably yeah, thinks he knows, I'm going to move oh, in there. Gonna go over Instead there. of me just looking at it, go, all right, Joe has seven here. I have six. I agree. I, if on my last turn, let me move in there. Um, those are like some nitpicks that I I think a lot of people would probably have. But overall, not my type of game. But I completely understand why this game is highly regarded. Why people love it in the genre. And if you like area control games and haven't played Rising Sun, I think you need to be playing this game. So I just looked up. Because uh, I wanted to check how many players it played, and it is five. Okay. And it's ranked 90. So both Blood Rage wow. and Rising Sun are in the top 100. Wow. Ankh just coming out, you know, it's... Maybe that'll... I wonder if that... So, I mean, yeah, if Ankh makes it into the top 100 and Rising Sun and Blood Rage are still in there, it's a pretty safe bet to say these are three of the better yeah. area control mm-hmm. games, at least of the last few years that have come out. Yeah. I mean, certainly uh, an older game, but <laughs> it's funny, I say older, I know. Uh, of like Kemet. You know, is another really, really good. Yes, that's area probably my favorite control game. Well, and it's funny because Dave likes that game a lot. Yeah, he does. That's the only one he really that's the gravitates only one. to because he he have he finds different paths. Right, he's yeah. not you're not eliminated after you lose something because yeah, you can have. Because I have felt that way tiles. in Kemet. I remember where like I lose a battle and it's like crap. Now I have no guys on the board. Now what do I do? It's just the nature of area control. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, but that's cool. So yeah. Rising Sun, very awesome. But there's other area control games like Belfort that aren't like that. True. Yeah, you're that, right. Yeah. You don't that's lose a different anything, type of thing. Yeah, that's a completely to, different area, yeah. area control. I guess, okay, so this is like a, a Meritrashy. Yeah, this would yeah. be like, out yeah. of that. In yeah. Belfort, you're right. You don't lose anything, which is why it doesn't feel as bad. Mm-hmm. You know, you're just trying to out pace people very cool very cool that is uh rising sun check that out by come on games designed by eric lang sometime last year we received a kickstarter from first time publisher flat out games that i was pretty excited about do you remember what it was called natalie calico hey yeah Yeah. we received calico (laughs) you may remember us covering the game and you may also remember us talking about the game unfavorably Artwork on point. Component quality through the roof. Gameplay. Come on, bruh. The game was almost good. It was so toit. It wasn't fun. You know what I mean? Like, it was like so toit. Too toit. Toit. Almost. Like a toiger. Um, 
It's like I love a good tight booty as much as the next perv. <laughs> but this booty was so tight, anytime you'd go near it, you'd bounce off hundreds of feet in the air. You could never like really get a nice good handful and squeeze. You know what I mean? There wasn't much to hold on to. Really, my main issue was there was really no way to mitigate a bad pull, a bad like tile draw. There were no powers to help us uh, with a misplaced tile or something. Like you just either play perfectly or you fail. And boo. That's not really fun for us. Boo. Boo. <laughs> Your love lives. Boo. Boo. So naturally, <laughs> when I saw the next game by Flat Out Games uh, hit Kickstarter, I backed it immediately. Yeah. <laughs> <Makes sense. laughs> now, let me go back for a second. Some people love that kind of punishment, right? In games where it's just like so tight. People love Calico. They must. Yeah, because Calico oh, yeah. gets a lot of it, love. Yeah, it does get a lot of love. I don't like a game being that tight that relies on randomness of tile drawing. I'm okay with a tight, you know, game yeah. where you are the one that, you know, fails or succeeds Kinda based like, on um, your... The Magnificent, like... You right, the Magnificent's really turns. tight. You get 12 actions mm-hmm. and, you know, I mean, even that to some degree has, like, roll of the dice, you know, yeah. beforehand. But still, like, that's even better because you get to kind of decide your fate. In Calico, you don't. It's just the tiles come out and you just kind of take them and you can't do anything about a yeah. good or a bad and drop. And the board's so small. But again, this like, reminds me. Well, I'll, I'll get into so this in quickly. a second. Yeah. But, but yeah, okay. So I figured when I backed this, because <laughs> like, why would I back this? I did not like the previous game by this publisher. Um, I figured this would be the opposite of the sophomore slump. <laughs> I figured it'd maybe be like the sophomore success. <laughs> this game was called Cascadia, and it was like $29, and I yepped it right into existence with about 9,000 other yeppers. Well, the game finally arrived, and for some reason, I was super excited to play it. Does that make sense? Of course it doesn't. At all. You fool. Why back a game based only on the previous game before it you didn't even like? In that moment, you were unkinked. I was. My hose Are was Are you like, the Sicilian now? <laughs> you fool! <laughs> no, it's Cascadia when death is on the line. Well, let me tell you, I am a genius because this game is delightful. Good. It's everything I wanted Calico to be. The sophomore success. Yeah, the sophomore success. Other than the theme, maybe, because the theme is just kind of like I think Pacific it's Northwest. It's nice. But like Calico is like <laughs> what? <laughs> I think okay, it's first pretty. of all, the, the theme is the theme is an area of the United States that you, yeah, the, but... the theme is Pacific Northwest. <laughs> oh, well, what's the theme of this game? Well, it's just an area of the country. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Yeah, that's but it's not like doing anything. It's just it just up there. <laughs> it's all what's like, the theme of this game? Pacific Northwest. <laughs> it's like yeah, the that's totally the region theme. of the country with lots of animals and lush it forests. It is, and Beth Sobel does the artwork, and she is an incredible artist. However, the theme of Calico is kittens. Cats. <laughs> <laughs> we I were guess looking for what's, kittens. What's, what's, the, the, what's the theme of Coinbra? Portugal. The theme of <laughs> That's actually basically what Cascadia is, though. It's just uh, basically. <laughs> what's the theme of Hallertau, Germany? <laughs> I mean, I guess there's more to it than that. No, I get, the I get is, it. But... What's the theme of space? <laughs> space. <laughs> yeah, space, right. It's just space. It's just I mean, fucking space. Cool it's the that. same shit. No, no, I, I see. Sorry, Cascadia. I see what you're saying. Yeah. It's basic, but, but the Pacific Northwest is like, that's, a, that's, what, you, that's what the game yeah, is based on. Yeah, for sure. On, right? I totally you're, understand yeah. it, but it was just <laughs> <laughs> but anyway, Calico has, it looks more... Whimsical. Yeah, a good word. It looks more whimsical. It's got that like really cool artwork that's like... It's very bright colors. And, like plush, like you know. Like quilty. Yeah, very quilty. 
<laughs> in Cascadia, you are building out the Pacific Northwest. The designer, Randy Flynn, is from Washington, so that makes sense. Basically, it's a tiling game like Calico, but this time there's no board to confine you. It's just a table. On your turn, you take both a terrain tile, which has some combination of mountains, plains, forest, river, or desert, things that you'll find in the Pacific Northwest, as well as an associated animal token, of which there's also five types. You then place the terrain tile somewhere on the table in front of you, adjacent to an already existing tile. So you each have your own like tableau, like your building in front of you. Cool. Okay. I like that. Um, and then you place the animal tile that's associated with the tile you took somewhere on one of the tiles in your tableau that has a matching animal symbol. That's all you do. It's very simple. You play until the stack of terrain tiles is gone and then total up the points and most points wins. The way you score points is based on a few things. You score one point for each tile in your biggest grouping of terrain. Okay? So if I have five mountain tiles grouped together and then another one in section in a, in a different section that has four, I score five points because my biggest mountain chain is five, not four. You do that for each of the five different terrain types. You then score points, depending on the number of players, for the player who has the most terrain tiles grouped together per type. So if I have that same mountain range that has five groupings or tiles in a group, Natalie has one with four, I get the, the majority because I get the biggest. She still scores the four points for her biggest mountain range. But then we compare each other's, and mine's bigger, so I score the victory points. Okay, um, so again, you do that, you do that five, for those five different times, and and boom, you also score points for the animals. Each animal scores differently based on cards laid out during the setup. For instance, the bears may score points for each pair of bears adjacent to each other. The elk might score points for each elk token in a straight line, so on and so forth for the different animals. And this is what's really cool about the game because it's incredibly simple. Um. There's different cards for each animal type. So there's bears, there's elk, there's what salmon, uh, there's like foxes, and the last one escapes me right. Uh, uh, eagles, okay, or hawks, hawks. Some or Pacific Northwest, right? Uh, Some Pacific Northwest animal. animal, exactly. And so each animal has like a bunch of different cards that score differently, and you just pick one every play. Mm -hmm. Right, so this time we're playing with the bear that does this, the elk that does that. In the next game, you shuffle them up and just do it again differently, and it's very variable that way. The game is everything I hoped Calico to be. It's similar in a lot of ways to Calico, but it's far less punishing, and there's a way to mitigate randomness, which I didn't talk about yet. In Calico, the tiles you draw from the bag, that's it. That's all there is. There's no way to sweep the leg and put tiles back. There's no way to switch tiles on your board once they've been played. You just are beholden to the luck of the bag no matter what happens. Got four of the five tiles you need to score those massive points only to have the fifth tile you need literally never show up the whole game? Well, that sucks. In Cascadia, there are these nature tokens that you collect during the game, and you can either save them for even more points at the end of the game, or you can spend them to, like, sweep the leg of tokens, which when we say sweep the leg, it just means, like, remove Get rid of what's them out there. and put new stuff yeah. there. Yep. Or you can spend them to pick a terrain tile and any other face-up animal token instead of the one that's just like associated with the tile. This flexibility allows for that clever play that I really love in games. Using those tokens wisely can be the key to victory, and it helps make it feel like you aren't just literally beholden to whatever the draw of the bag is, which is what I hated about Calico. There's even another mechanism where if all of the animal tokens you draw are the same type, you immediately sweep the leg and draw different ones, so they're varied. Cool. I like right. that. That's the kind of thing Calico needed in my opinion. I realize I'm in the minority here because people who love Calico seem to love it for that punishment. I don't, and again, because the punishment is random. This game is also random with the tiles and the animal tokens, but you are in charge of it a lot more, making it so much more fun. 
I think this game will work really, really well as a gateway game for nons. It's super light on rules, and and so long as you understand how to score, you are up and running in like five minutes. And it takes about an hour to play, right? And just feels right. You know, it feels like there's enough of a game there to sustain a group of gamers as well as not overwhelm nons. And I really enjoy that. There's some variability, like I said, as uh, with the animal cards that come out. So it's not like necessarily a completely different game, but it definitely changes the way you look at certain animal tokens when you're looking at these cards, right? Mm-hmm. And there is really cool. What I didn't like, there's not a ton I don't like. I guess the theme doesn't excite me that much. Pacific Northwest. I don't look at the box and like yearn to play it, which isn't to say the art isn't amazing because Beth Sobel has done a fantastic job here. There was one moment we were looking at the this the card that has the bear on it, and I was like, oh my god, that's not a picture. Or not, that's not like a, a yeah, it looks like a, a photograph. It's a photograph, art. but it's yeah. like, oh my gosh. It's Does Beth Sobel live in the Pacific Northwest? Maybe not. Let's call she her. Might. Let's call her. Okay. <laughs> Did she just text me? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, so something like Calico was really wow-inducing when you saw it, at least. You know, you look at that box, or if like, it's set up on the table, and you do just want to play it. Mm-hmm. The components are like really thick cardstock, and yeah. it's like, man, that's really awesome. Um, and Calico doesn't, t- or I mean, Cascadia doesn't really have that same kind of visceral reaction, personally, for me. Yeah. The gameplay is rock solid, and I even think this could be a great introductory tiling game, or even just introductory game, period. But I don't know that it does enough to set itself apart from the vast library of other similarly weighted games in the tiling genre. Like a game like, uh, do you remember Okanagan, Natalie? Okanagan? Did, yeah, Okanagan. <laughs> no. Did you ever play Okanagan, no, Jeff? I have not. Great tiling game. Yep. Really fun. Very similar theme, yeah. in fact. But ultimately forgettable in a sea of otherwise great games. I mean, tiling is an enormous genre yeah. to try to crack into. Does Cascadia do enough to set itself apart from other games in that genre. I don't know. However, that being said, I really think it's I think it's really good. I think this is a very good second effort from Flat Out Games. Enough people love Calico that Cascadia is just going to build upon what that's already done. I think personally, I think it's a better version of of Calico in much the same way as um it's like I'll compare Caverna to Agricola right? What people love about Agricola, if they love it, is that tightness, right? It's like they love the stress of- They love not feeding their family. I got to feed my family. (laughs) I got to somehow figure that out while also, you know, increasing the size of my house and increasing the size of my family and making sure I have enough of all these animal types and everything so I can don't lose points. And they love that. But there's other people like me who that is like mega stressful. And I don't want to like, constantly freak out the whole time and panic about just the feeding part Mm -hmm. you know and i also want to be able to specialize if i can but so caverna kind of did all that it you know feeding is still there but it's not really as important it's easier to do it's it's as important but it's a lot easier to get done cascadia does that to me for calico i think they're similar enough that they're going to be compared especially considering they're the only two games by this publisher but i think that cascadia is the more accessible lighter version of Calico. What did you mm-hmm. think, Natalie? Well, geez. You basically <laughs> said well, almost geez. the exact thoughts that I have about it. Yeah. There was even something I was going to add to it, and then you said it. Boom. But Was it the uh, Agricola Caverna comparison? <laughs> no, it was that there. I feel like there are a lot of other similar games to this out there and that we've played. Um, 
and that it doesn't really like stand out but it's just as good and enjoyable as those ones yeah okay and and basically i mean i'm just basically gonna reiterate everything you said i think the art is lovely <laughs> i think <laughs> i love the simplicity of it um the best part about it i i agree is that it takes away that anger inducing thing that calico has <laughs> yeah. you know and makes you feel like well if i get in a bind at least i have something binds. i can do about it you know with these nature tokens you know it's, and it's not like you have so many nature tokens you can just do whatever you want right but if you're kind of feeling screwed over you can help yourself out a little bit um and it feels clever to me. There's a yeah. situation where you're like, oh, I really want that tile and I want that animal. Yeah. <gasps> and if I use this token to get both of those, look what that does for these. You know, it's like right. it unlocks so I all agree. these different I things. I really, I enjoyed playing this game. I really did. And I even think I said like, we should keep this one because mm -hmm. like I want to keep playing it. But if you have similar games to this, it's not going to be that much different. You might not need both types of games. Yeah, I agree. Kind of Are you saying almost specifically for Calico? If you have Calico and Cascadia, should you just pick your favorite and get rid of the other one? Would it be uh, worth me having both of these games? I think, personally, I think those two are different yeah, enough. Yeah, I think they're different enough. Okay. I'm because not even talking about Calico. I'm talking about, like, other games. Like, probably, like, Okanagan, you know, where, like, you lay tiles down, and then you have ways, these cards that tell you, like, if if you do this pattern or you do this, this is how you can get points. And then so when you pick the tiles and, you, and the where you lay them decides how many points you get yeah, it reminds me a little bit of like planet yeah kind of too. yeah you know like games like that look at natalie calling back yeah. an old game nice um, you're right she remembers games she does and she knows her letters <laughs> <laughs> yeah so i don't i don't personally think it's <sighs> but i also don't think we have one in our collection like this like we probably got rid of all the other ones that we have that are like this right yeah, I don't. I don't so, like, think I like this anything. one enough to keep because yeah, it was fun. I, to Jeff's cool. question, I think it's a good question of if I have this, do I, mean, I not need Calico? It's hard to say because I didn't they like feel Calico. So similar to me, they feel similar, but also like Calico was like I remember both of us were just like, Ugh! like yeah, fuck it was game. very. Where this one was just like that was fun. Where other people might have an opposite yeah. effect, they might be like, oh so, like, yeah, think, and you're not going to get that feeling right. in Cascadia. And I think for us, the answer would be like, no. Because I did like this one better than Calico, but people who might who like Calico, I don't know what if they would think hmm. if we'll they were to too similar them. or if they would want both. Yep, I have a random thought. This so this is weighted like a two point on Board Game Geek. Okay, I feel like that weight class, and I might be wrong. I feel like that weight class is a really hard weight class to like break into. Yeah, because that two point is 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 the game that you want to make to lead people in like the, the gateway game, right? The yeah. next yeah. big gateway game sort yeah. of, mm -hmm. but also you want enough there for a gamer to also want to buy it. Yeah. yeah. Like where games like Azul and Sagrada and Splendor have yeah, done do so, so well. well. <clears throat> I think I feel like people are trying to make the next that game. Mm -hmm. I feel like this is definitely of that ilk. Yes. But elk. Elk. It's definitely of that elk. <laughs> Very nice. But like what would make somebody choose <clears throat> this over all the other ones like this? Nothing. Probably nothing. The artwork maybe the artwork is, really, is really good. If you're really into like that, that helps. Yeah. It is very. That's what we always talked about. How do you how do you stand Western. out? That cover stands out. Sagrada, Azul, Splendor. I mean, those just feel specialer. I know that's weird to say, but they feel more special. You play Sagrada for the first time, and you're like, "This is special." 
That's how I felt about Sagrada. Yeah. I'm like, man, this is something, me, special. You, something <laughs> special about this game. <laughs> you yeah, right. I get because it. Because they came out <clears throat> before this. I, that's a huge leg up, maybe. I think. I think you get a, you get a head you know, start right when like you're. Everyone's the, got like yeah. a special place maybe. in their heart for Sagrada. Sagrada Azul, Sag- and I've never seen a game later. like Sagrada. I'll say that. Then, yeah, maybe. I think Sagrada is different enough. So, right, Azul is similar. I have yeah. never seen anything I'm quite like that. But Cascadia, I feel like it feels like you've played it before. Yes. And I'm not talking about Sagrada or Azul yeah. or, no, or no, Splendor. No. It just it, you play it and you're like, "Yep, I've played this game." That's before. so funny because, but it's good. That's it's the really exact good. Yeah. Thought I had, I was like, I feel like I've played games like this before. I couldn't even think of one until you said Okanagan, <clears throat> but I was like, and okay, then yeah. I thought of like Planet, <laughs> kind of, but like, okay, and again, do 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 do, okay, and again, do, but yeah, do, do, do. I just feel like okay. it is very similar to other games, but again. I liked it too. Yeah, good game. You know, I think you would really enjoy it. Like I really yeah, do. And, and this is something that you know not everybody has three hundred games in their collection and, right. and has has 10, 10 variations of the same yeah. game. So if again, exactly. if you're looking for that two game to help, you know we we talk about Miss French Toast all the time. Sam is always looking for games that challenge her as a gamer, but also wants her roommates. to I think play Sam them, would right? love this game. Um, I think Sam would love this game. I think Meredith would play it. And I think with that her. that's like that's that a, a great weight to make games and also you know. Good for everybody. Hundred percent. Cool. Hundred percent agree. I think if this if this was like the next new like awesome gateway game everyone talked about, it wouldn't surprise me mm-hmm. necessarily. Yeah. Or it would surprise me, but it, I wouldn't be like what? Sure. You know, it and would be more like, thing oh, where okay, like awesome. It's like strategic, it's but not like too strategic to make you feel like like you don't know what you're doing because you honestly only have like four options to pick from. So like you're gonna pick one of those four things and do the best thing you can do with it. Yeah. You're not gonna be like I don't know what to do. I feel dumb. You definitely don't get you know? locked up and feel stupid. Yeah. yeah. It's a good. It's good for. I think it's definitely a good game for nons, regardless good. of if it's been done before. Yeah. Right. It's, I'm it's, into it. It's I would a love really to try good it. game. Yeah. I, I love tiling games. I think so. you would very much enjoy it. It's very cool. So that is Cascadia by Flat Out Games. Uh, it looks like it's been <clears throat> distributed by AEG. So, okay. Very cool. Very cool. Randy Flynn. Is that his first design? Might be. First design. I, I, I looked it up while Did you were talking. Yeah. yeah first design. First Good design. for him. That's, yeah. Heck that's yeah. great to hit it out of the park with that. Yeah. Because he's over an eight. Like, you know, it might settle into that high sevens. On yeah. Board for game sure. Geek overall is, rating. Yeah. But well, that's, that's amazing. amazing. Uh-huh. Agreed, man. All right. What else you got, Jeff? Okay. Let's talk about, let's go from one type of game that Natalie hates to another type of game that Natalie hates. Deduction. <laughs> <Social> <laughs> what else do I hate? Well, she loves Area control. <laughs> And she then we talked about Lords of deduction. Vegas. Yeah, so this is yeah. Deduction. Sorry, this is a social deduction oh, yeah. game that you hate. Can't stand. So we have been kind of. I've been waiting to talk about this game for five months. Does wow. that seem about right? So I got a, an exclusive copy of this game Ooh, a while baby. ago. I know. And uh, <laughs> from Brotherwise Games, who, uh, if you don't know Brotherwise, they have some. Their, their biggest hit is probably Boss Monster. Would you agree with that? That's yep, their biggest. For sure. That's their evergreen, the map, right? I would say. Um, they've come out recently with Overboss that's done really well, which I also love. They have like Call to Adventure. Overboss Unearth. is great. Overboss is great. Yeah, that's we played game. it again. You remember? Yeah. Now you remember it? She still does. Is it in your brain? No, okay. I do. She so we pulled out. I'm going to tell a little story. We like I, at Mini Nerd Fest, <laughs> we pulled out Overboss and we were like, okay, everybody's played this before. And Natalie was like, I don't remember this game at all. <laughs> and I was like, well, we played it before a show and then we talked about it on the show. She's like, no. <laughs> no, we didn't. No, I don't remember uh-uh. anything about this game. I think one even went over to Ryan and goes, I don't remember anything about this game. <laughs> and then so about like seventy you loved it. Yeah. You said you wanted to buy it. Seventy percent of the way through. So we re, kind of re-explain the game and what to do. And seventy percent of the way through, Natalie looks at me or looks at Ryan and goes, Hey, you remember how I said that I love this game before and I now I don't remember it? I still love it. I was like, okay, well, she still <laughs> likes it at least, so that's good. Um yeah, so Brotherwise is had their newest game, social deduction game called Night of the Ninja. 
Um, it plays four to eleven, which I think is a good number when you look at social deduction. It goes all the way to eleven. Dang. Um, turn it to eleven. And <laughs> uh, your mission in this game is to defeat the rival house, but of course you have to figure out who is on your side and who's on the other side. Um, everyone starts with a face down card, similar to lots of social deduction games. If you're if you don't know what a social deduction game, think of like Avalon. Um, where you're trying to figure out who people are and deceive them and all that kind of great stuff. So you start with a face-down card, and it tells you what house you are, which is essentially a color. You're blue or red. Mm -hmm. And then you also have a number. So you're blue one, blue two, blue three, or red one, two, or three. Um, It goes to four and then five with more players, of course. But we were playing with seven, playing seven of us. And it goes to one, two, and three in those two colors. And then there's like someone who is neutral. But... Um, so the red one is like the leader of the house and the blue one is the leader of their house, but nobody knows who anybody is. And then the game essentially starts with a card draft. You start with three cards, you take one, you pass it, you take another one, you pass it. So you end up with two cards and then the game runs through these different genre of cards. And if you picked one of those cards, you can choose to play it. So it starts with the spies. So if I chose a spy card, I can pick my card and I can play the spy card out. And that lets me do something. Think of like love letter. That's kind of what we were kind of describing this. I have a card in my hand. I play it in front of me and now I'm going to do what's on the card. So the spies can look at another player's card and you can talk like, like social deduction games should be. You can talk, you can lie, you can wink, you can stare at people, you can point at Natalie and I I can try to kill Natalie. Um, (laughs) So you have, (laughs) so I'll let Ryan tell that story. So, so you have like spy. So there's five, maybe five different categories or, or like categories of these cards. There's like spies, assassins, tricksters, and these different things. So the assassins can like kill someone. The tricksters can like swap cards and make them not look. So they all have something to do. And as you're doing that, you are, again, playing the social game, right? You're looking, you're telling people who to kill and whatnot. Um, and then at the end of the round, so once all the cards have been played, you um, everybody who's still alive flips over their card. And the house with the, the highest rank, so if the blue one is still alive and the red two is alive, the blue team wins. Whether you're dead or alive, the blue team wins, sure. which is kind of cool because dying doesn't mean you lose. Yeah, um, I like yeah. that. You're not always eliminated because I think Joe was killed like every single time. Um, <laughs> but that didn't mean he lost every yeah. single round, right? So you could all also like try to maybe get yourself killed to put yourself in a better situation. Who knows? But um, and then you're you're playing. Once you take these tokens, the tokens have point numbers on them. And if your team wins, you get one of those tokens. And the first person to ten total points, um, that person wins. And so you just keep playing rounds and rounds where obviously the teams change. Yep. So I might be on Ryan's team the first time. We might both be blue, but we don't know yep. that. And I might be on Natalie's time the second time. Bluey. And you just keep going, right? You keep going until the game is over. It's 10 points. And you you hopefully enjoy yourself through this wonderful social election. I really like this game. There's a theme in this episode that I uh, am just finding out that three of the games that we're talking about have uh, some sort of temporary teamwork. Ooh, yep. Right? Yeah. Rising Sun has temporary teamwork. Yep. Night of the Ninja. Night of the Ninja. Has temporary teamwork. And a game I have yet to talk about that we'll talk Ooh. about after this also has temporary teamwork. Yeah, because I might, you know, I, I might trust Ryan the round before, which yeah. I did. <laughs> and now I have to learn at the end of that round to break <laughs> my trust I'll with Ryan. Trust and now, now I'm never trusting Ryan again in any... You're playing individually, but you also have to work together. Yeah, because you want the most points. Yeah. yeah. But you need your team to also win that round. For sure. Yeah. Um. I really enjoy this game. So I don't put this into the category of like, 
I know Spyfall is a social deduction game, but I feel like that's a different social deduction game than this or Avalon. If you like Avalon and Resistance, I think this is more of a game that you would like, um, even if you didn't like Spyfall, because I don't love Spyfall. Um, the Chameleon is fine. I love Insider, but those types of games I feel like are slightly different. Well, Spyfall, Chameleon, and A Fake Artist Goes to New York all have the opposite of, like, like the resistance or um, secret Hitler, where in those games or insider, there's one person that has all the information. And yeah. The other people don't. And in Spyfall Chameleon and Fake Artist Ghost in New York, there's one person who knows nothing and the yeah. other people know everything. Yeah. And, and so I, I think that's the differentiation yeah. there. And so this, if I had to like cut social deduction games into pe- like into parts, this would go along with Secret Hitler and Avalon in that where like the game is to figure out who you are, not oh here's a location card, let me figure out where the location is, yeah, or here's rough. the word, right? The game is playing each other, playing that social deduction. I really have fun with this game, so I've played it a couple times. I really like it. Um, it's staying in my collection. I will reach for this and Avalon probably when I want to play a deduction game. In this realm, right? Insider, again, I'm putting as kind of a, a different sort of game. But when I'm reaching for a deduction game, it's going to be Avalon or it's going to be this. I love the card drafting. I thought that was just cool. Um, it's random with what cards you might see. So you might just happen to get maybe cooler cards. Mm-hmm. Um, but you just have to play the cards that you have. And maybe instead of, you might have bad cards, but play them, right? You have to play the game also. You have to play the people at the table. Mm-hmm. And I think that's really fun. So you guys got to play it at Mini Nerd Fest. What did you think? Okay. They're pointing okay, at each other, trying to figure out who's You, me, you, you, me, 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 you, um, but so I was really excited to at the prospect of playing of playing one, and I liked this one. I had who taught this, Joe? Joe, I love you, man. I had no fucking clue what on earth you were talking about while you were teaching me this game. Sorry, I should have talked. I had but. no. I, I felt like the biggest idiot on earth. <laughs> And I, so when we first started getting, to get going, I was like, I don't know. I don't know what I'm doing. I have no idea what I'm doing. I felt the same way. Okay. At one point, Dave was like, just play around. And you'll get it. I was like, okay. And he's right. Once <laughs> he we was played right. it, yeah. I was like, it was okay. simple enough. This so, is yeah. a game, I think, like pretty much all social deduction games, but this game may be more than other ones. I think this one will get better with more plays um, where like maybe the learning curve is is higher in a game like this because you're kind of like it's a card draft. Mm-hmm. So, like, in the game like The Resistance, you know, like, okay, you're either going to be a spy or you're going to be a good guy. I mean, you can add other cards later, yeah. but the crux of The Resistance is you're either on the good guy team or the bad guy team. If you're on the bad guy team, you're trying to tank the mission. If you're on the good guy team, you're trying to oust the bad guys, right? Boom, you're done. That's all you need to know. And so the learning curve is really light. With this game, it's a card draft. And so Jeff mentioned there's these different types of cards. And, for instance, the trickster cards, there's even there's like subsets of those cards. So it's not like all trickster cards do this. There's like five or six different trickster cards. So the first few times that you're playing this, you're kind of like, you have to learn. Yeah, that's a great point. What cards do I want? I don't even know what they're What's good, what's bad, what's in there. I have a, I'm a two of red. I don't, okay, how is that gonna, is this, do I need to know? Like, is that, how does that play against, uh, you know, like how am I gonna figure this out? And so I think it's gonna take 
maybe more than a normal social deduction game till you finally go, okay. And I think you want to play this game with the same group yeah, a bunch of like times. Back to back. Like back-to-back. Yeah, play like it, play it play over and, and over it. and over and over again. Um, and so I felt in my first... How many, we played it what? How many times did we play it? Did we I just don't, we it, play it? It was just... Okay, I guess it was just it one play. Until somebody got to 10. But it was, was yeah, but it was a rounds. many, many yeah. rounds. Yeah. Okay, so I would say at the toward the end... I was like, I got it. Okay, I got yeah. it. I know what cards I want now. The first couple rounds, you're like, okay, this one says I can just like look at someone's card. What does that really do for me? You know what I mean? Yeah. Like at this point. Later in the game, you're like, okay, I need to look at this person's card so I can then play yeah. that. And then I'll that get this card. Yeah. And then I'll see what they do and who they kill. And then I'll try to pretend now that I know their information. And if they're the same as me, yeah, I'll that, protect them. Then you're playing not, the game, right? Then you're playing the game. Yeah. But the first couple times through, it's hard to know, I think, how to interact with the with the people. Yeah. Like, I'm like, okay, I'm going to look at someone's card and then I can kill them if I want to or something like that. That might not be exact card. Yeah. But I'm like, it's, it's, who would that's I one pick? Why would I? And I don't why, know anything right. about any of you. Like, but I have to pick this now. Like, how am I picking? And as you play it more, you understand the nuances of the rule set and how the cards work. And so your decisions for taking what cards you're taking in the draft become a lot more interesting because you say, okay, this card is just like, if I'm just alive at the end, I just win and everyone else loses. Yeah. But, or if someone tries to kill me, I just kill them back. Yeah. Or, or That's there's another cool. one. Yeah. yeah. If, someone, yeah. if you kill me, I kill you back. Right. And so those are cool, but they also are just reactionary cards. And so that's one of the two cards you have in your hand. Mm-hmm. And so you have to make a conscious choice to draft that and survive. Yeah. Right? Or... Because usually the, the better cards, the more, like, the cooler cards are later, later in the round. They go later. So you could die. You could yeah. be dead already yep. before that happens. So you got to make a choice there. And that's what I found. In, I, that's what I found was most interesting. After a while was... You know, like, okay, I had this card that just says if, I, if I'm alive at the... I think that's what it was, right? If I'm alive yeah. at the end, yep. I just win. Yep. And so I... My first juicy moment in this game, which is what happens in these games, was I had that card, and I was like, I'm going to fucking pretend like I've never heard of this card. Oh, my and God. And it's only going to work <laughs> yeah. if you haven't played it much, yeah. right? And I knew that, but I was like, I'm going to leverage this. And so... We were talking about what cards could be in the game, and somebody was like, well, there's also this one card that just lets you win. And I was like, what? And now he's like, <laughs> well, yeah, what? you have it at the end, you win. And I was like, oh, great. Now how, you yeah. know, but I had it. Yeah, and then he fucking used and it. And I used it and won. <laughs> and then he and fucking used great. it. And, then and I was like, you said you didn't know and about so those card. are the moments that I love in social deduction. I love lying and deceiving my friends when the stakes are zero. Yep. It's the greatest great. thing in the world. And so there's another moment that we were playing it, and... Jeff had this card that was like you could you could kill I could just someone. kill someone you could just kill yeah. someone and so he was trying to decide who to kill and he didn't know who was who at this point right but that was one of those situations where he was just like I don't know so he's relying on his teammates who may, might know what he is to who get I don't really know if they're my teammates but, but he yeah. doesn't know that but that's what you're he's relying yeah. on is like okay I have to try to suss out if what Dave is telling me Dave's telling me to kill you know uh, Bill. Like, is Dave telling me the truth? Is Dave? Yeah. Is Bill on my team and Dave's not? And now he's having me kill my own teammate? Mm-hmm. And so Jeff has to kind of figure out what's going on here. So Natalie's right next to me and she's on Jeff's team. And I know this because I've seen both of their cards or some, somehow I knew, <laughs> yeah. I knew you were both on the same team. And I, and I was pretty sure Dave was also on your team. There's only three on your team, right? Yeah. Right? Is that right? Yeah. For, wait, in, in a seven player game. In a seven right. player you game. Play with yeah, more, yeah. So different. I knew that Jeff, Dave, and Natalie were all the red team, and which meant, okay, me. 
Christy, Bill, and and Joe. We must be the Who's blue team. And then, I know there's another there's another yeah. rule. But like I was like, okay, so it's these three are the same team. I was like, I gotta try to convince Jeff to kill either Dave or Natalie somehow. And so they, Natalie and Dave were talking a lot. You guys were like, blah, 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 yeah. blah, And I just kind of caught Jeff's eye. I put my hand up, like, like to block it so Natalie couldn't see. And I really quickly, I just, like, pointed at my hand <laughs> in Natalie's direction, like, kill her. You know? <laughs> yep. <laughs> her face. And, you know, I did that in such a way that was like, listen, they're fucking going crazy. Just listen to me real quick. I'm not going to be yeah, a lot about it. And so Natalie. Jeff killed Natalie. Natalie was not. A happy camper. That was not a happy camper. I was yelling, and it worked out, and my team ended up winning because yeah, it was a cool moment. Yeah, and so we lost, but it was cool. It was another like one of those things that makes me go, I miss these kinds of games (laughs) because those kind of situations can happen, and you know, like you're mad, but you're just yeah, you're not like mad, right? Like as soon as the game's over, it's like. That was pretty fun. But, <laughs> yeah. but that's happened to me a million times. Where it's, it's usually more like, how did you convince me yeah. to do that? Oh, man, if I would have just not, like, of course you would. I was like, of course you would. Yeah, why me? We're on the same team. And then you were like, who told you to do that? And I, like, looked at Ryan. You're like, I was going to kill. I thought you were going to kill me. And I was like, I was. But then I changed my mind. That was even a different moment. It was all great. Yeah. That was one where we both flipped our cards up. You had the two and I had the one. Of different colors? No, they were the same. No, yeah, yeah. No, no, it I don't think we were. No, 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 no. It was the the card to play. Oh, oh, like oh, I'm playing yeah. the card that kills somebody, and so are you. Yeah. And I had the one, you had the two, so I act first. And so I knew Natalie was a different color. Uh, I knew Natalie's card was different than mine, and I was like, well, I better kill her because if I don't, she, she could kill me. Yeah. Yep. If she knows that I'm the other team, and so I killed her, and she was like, what? Oh! The fuck? <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna kill you. And I played it like, well, you could have just killed me, which is true, but Let I also knew explain. you were the other team. Hey, Natalie, what the, did you think? That was towards the, <laughs> yeah, towards sorry, the I'm end sorry. of the game. And I just wanted one freaking point. I ended that game with zero <laughs> points. I only had you weren't eight. the only one. Only so eight. in my head, I'm like, I might actually get a point this round. And it was like the last <laughs> round. And then you killed me. And I was like, God <laughs> damn it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, man. That is funny. <laughs> so I, yeah. I think it's a good game. I really do. I think it, yeah. I think the learning curve is a little bit longer on something like this than um, maybe like the Resistance or uh, Secret Hitler or yeah. even what's another one in that genre? Two Rooms and a Boom, maybe. I don't do you, can I don't really remember the Resistance that much because like I played it a long, long time ago and I remember I didn't like it, but it's been so long. I don't remember like the exact yeah. Basically, way you play it. Basically, there's a, a, a like say there's five people. Okay. Four of them are good guys, and there's one bad guy, mm-hmm. okay? The roll cards are doled out before the game starts, so you look at it, you know if you're either good or bad. Kind of like um, the deception. Yeah. Right? Mm-hmm. You know if, like, oh, I'm the killer, right? Yeah. And uh, so then everyone takes a turn, and they send people on missions, which is essentially just saying, I'm going to pick some people at the table who I think are good guys to come along in this mission. And then we're going to reveal the cards. If they're all good, the good guys get a point. But if there's even one bad, then the, then the good guys lose and the bad guys get a point. And the bad guys can play good cards or bad okay. cards. Right. Like That's hide all themselves. I need to know yep. to explain my Yeah, okay. So, because essentially, you're, you're, you're trying to pick in the yeah. oh one of the three of you who I just picked is a bad guy. And now okay. the, you know, yeah. And yeah. that's what's so, awesome. I mean, or maybe you guys you say a hundred times that I don't like social deduction games, but. I did like this game, and I know why. Cool. I like it more than something like The Resistance because you put your hand on my dick. This felt you did that on my couch. 
It's <laughs> a new couch. It's easier to okay. clean than puke, man. Yeah, okay. Yeah. <laughs> it evaporates after a while. Yeah. It's like clear. <laughs> okay. It's clear. It's, clear. Oh, it's not like puke color. Okay. <laughs> Write down the timers. Cut this out. Jesus. Shut the camera off. Just let me say my thing about yeah, shut the computer down. Say the Stop right. talking about oh, yeah, yeah. dirty things. Dirty things. Got it. Okay. You did it. You did it. I liked Night of the Ninja, <laughs> even though I don't like social deduction games. And this is why. Mm-hmm. I felt okay. like it was more guided like the resistance i know you kind of just have to like lie and pretend a lot which i'm not good at or you have to figure out if someone else is tricking you which i'm also not good at yeah and it that's basically it but this one i can i'm playing based off my cards so i can only do what my cards allowing me to do which i like better because it's kind of like guiding me and not just like completely making it open to my interpretation of what everybody yeah, you're not literally only listening to jeff and ryan yeah. say pick me because that's really what we that's exactly. what we do during these yeah. don't pick him wait 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 why would you no, 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 don't. That, he doesn't do that wait, remember what he did last game yeah. do you remember what, he's doing it again this i do i talk the same amount i don't like even like i mean it didn't really matter when you said the thing in this game about like I don't know I've never heard of that card and you had it but that's like that I mean I fucking fell for that <laughs> even though it didn't matter but I was just like Ugh. you know but that didn't that's not what this game is about and that's why I liked this game better and even though I got zero points in the end like, I'm probably the only person who had zero points and I just kept dying or I kept losing I, I was on the same exact you were just on you were just not on, on the good team I was on the yeah. red team every single round or not on the winning team the winning, yeah, you, yeah you were not yeah, on the winning team and much. so but yeah anyways my point is despite that I enjoyed playing it I, I felt it wasn't about winning I felt like it wasn't as stressful to me because I didn't have to just like completely like arbitrarily like make a decision based on your you know lies yeah, or whatever yeah yeah, yeah for sure um, <laughs> that's a good point i really yeah. like that what you said about the cards is very correct right yeah, it, it feels structured instead of five like, minutes between rounds just right. yelling at or each even other, just right? like if i like look, <laughs> which we love if yeah, i was able I to like look at someone's card you know then i'm like okay i have a little bit of information and i felt like more like i could make some decisions and some you know make deduce some information from this where like the resistance is just it's yeah. just different and it's so different. I it is different. There's a lot of a lot deduction. Better than it's good. I've liked any other yeah, social deduction for sure. game. Night of the Ninja. That's a great. That's Brother-wise, a great sister dumb. Yeah, I, I would definitely that. look out because I kind of looked it up. Right. You oh, can, dumb games? Uh, you you can do dad? some. Um, yeah, where's the bell? Ding. Uh, <laughs> What's it? What does he say? Yeah, center sash from middle yes. belt. Mm-hmm. I just kind of looked up. You can do pre-orders for this anywhere from like fifteen to twenty dollars. What do you mean? You just you, but like you can go buy you this pay? game for like twenty bucks. Oh, no, I'm just saying like oh, some yeah, websites yeah, have it for fifteen, some have it for twenty. One dollar, sixteen. Yeah, um, pay what you want. They, they'll they'll send it to people who they think are the best. <laughs> um, yeah, so it's it's gonna be in that twenty dollar price point. I think it's a good a good game to pick up, especially it plays up to eleven. Yeah. When you're oh. when you're ending the night with a big group. Yeah, it's I think cool. That's a great game. It also fuses together. A bunch of different social deduction games in a cool way because it's got that citadel's feeling of this goes first this yep. goes second this goes third which also happens i think in libertalia mm-hmm. and it but it's not it doesn't feel like either of those two games yeah it's got a lot of resistancey things it doesn't feel like the resistance Mm-mm. i think it maybe it's more that than the other two but it combines a lot of things in a cool way that it doesn't feel ridiculous i think it feels cohesive i like it so, i give it a thumbs up very awesome sister dumb games 
<laughs> Check God, them out. Brotherwise. Sorry, guys. Back in the Stone <laughs> Ages of 2012, before life as we know it began, people were still living in huts, foraging for their food, communicating with clicks and grunts, and clubbing their mate over the head and dragging them by their hair back to the altar for holy matrimony. Well, across a stone's tablet, Ook Look, the only game designer of that age, crafted into <laughs> existence a game about coffee beans called Viva Java. In Viva Java, players are competing to find that perfect blend of coffee in order to sell to the who gives a flying F about the dumb theme. Basically, this game is a bag building game full of competitive team play, poker like order fulfillment and technology tracks. If anything, the theme of this game made me avoid it over the last decade. But man, if they themed this differently, I would maybe actually have sought this out because this game is really, really interesting. Basically, the goal of this game is to have the most victory points, and points are scored by coffee orders that have the highest poker hands worth of coffee beans on them, and those orders are fulfilled by whatever team you happen to be a part of that turn, randomly, yet hopefully mitigated, pulled from your bags. The teams are formed based on what tile you want to take on the board, which is separated into three zones. If I want the plus two victory points tile and it's in the same zone as the minus one bean space that Jeff took, well, we're now on a team this round, and that part of the game is what I really enjoyed. At the beginning of each round, you wait your turn to place your one worker out onto the central board, which as I said earlier, is subdivided into three zones. Each zone has three spaces on it with which to place your worker. Each space has an effect that happens when you go there, as like I said earlier, plus two points, or maybe it's swap a bean in your bag with another player. All the spots also give you an additional coffee bean to put into your bag. Once you've chosen your spots, there will be three separate teams. Uh, each zone also has a card in front of you, in front of it, that your team will use to populate it. There are five spots on the card for five beans that will create a poker hand, as there are also five, I think, different colored beans. I think there are five different colors. The entire time you're playing this, you're in constant talks with your opponents, forming these mini alliances uh, with them trying to get the most points you can. For instance, if I have like four brown beans in my bag and I see Natalie has already placed her worker, I might ask, hey, what color beans you got the most of? If she's like, well, I only have green and white beans and I have mostly brown and yellow beans in my bag, I probably won't want to team up with her because we'll have less of a chance to make that cool poker hand when you're pulling the beans out of the bag. But say I find out that Jeff has like three brown beans in his bag and a couple yellow and a couple red, and he can lie to me if he wants, but let's just say that he says that, well, I might want to go on be on his team because our chances of pulling brown beans and yellow beans are higher. So maybe we get four of a kind or a full house with brown and yellow or something like that. Once the teams are formed, you each pull your beans out of your bag. The rule is each participant on a team must pull at least one bean from their bag. And then any other players can pull however many they want to get up to five. So if it's just me and Jeff on a team, let's say, we each pull one. And then we can decide freely between us how to pull the last three. Okay, it has a lot. There's a lot of fun, I think, trying to make the best poker hand you can. Once all the orders are fulfilled, they just get evaluated. And the highest and best poker hand gets the most potential points. The other thing you can do on your turn is not draw from the bag to fulfill orders, but you can instead go up this like tech tree, tech track thing that you have on your own, like right in front of you on a player board. And while it doesn't put you in the running for immediate points, it could potentially set you up later for more points as the powers help you do things like each round when you pull beans from your bag, maybe you can pull one of them back and then pull again, increasing your chances for better stuff. That's just one of many powers you can use. So the game goes on like this until one player has like 23 points or was it 25? I was it? Yeah, I thought it was a 21. Maybe it's 21. It's like some weird, like, yeah. not round number, right? Yeah. And then the game ends. Okay, so things I liked. 
I really enjoyed the social interactiveness of this game. I loved figuring out who to team up with and then having these little mini alliances where I'm on a team with someone and we're just rooting for each other to pull the same color beans from their bag. It was a lot of fun. I liked the tech track and the decision of when to do that. It was cool. Um, it was cool for you. Like, say you just couldn't match your partner this round and, and you knew like, okay, I have a little chance of winning the poker hand. So doing this is like, I'm not going to get any points. Why would I do that? You can make the decision instead to go up on this tech track, which does give you victory points, you know, less maybe, but but also gives you powers. Right. So the one thing I didn't mention is there's like a vote. So before you decide whether you're going to put beans on the order thing to the program or if you're going to put beans uh, or to go up your tech track. You all have to agree on your team. So if there's three of you on the team and you're the only one that wants to do the tech track thing, the other two want to fulfill beans, you're kind of screwed because you do like this blind, it's like a blind auction thing where you have a token in your hand that says, I'm either going to do tech track or I'm going to bid. One, two, three, we all flip. If the majority says you're going to pull beans from your bag, that's what you're doing. Mm -hmm. But usually in our play anyway... um, you discussed it. You just dis- yeah. You just you're discussing with people the whole time. So you're like, hey, look, I'm gonna tank us because I have no beans that are gonna help us. Why don't we just do tech track this time? You're, usually it's like, okay, let's do that. And usually, and even you're even talking before you even get to the spaces a lot of times. So typically, you even know how you're gonna vote before you even place your worker down, mm-hmm. right? Um, so I thought that was really cool. I the whole every mechanism in this game, I really enjoyed. Uh, things I didn't like. I think Natalie might echo some of this, uh, but it can get a bit raucous at times. And in that way, sometimes it's difficult to really focus and concentrate in a game like this. There's a lot of constant chatter and loudness going out the table because you're talking across the table a lot because your alliances are going to be Constantly changing. changing. And so I could have a round where like Natalie and Jeff are next to each other and they're on a team and I'm on a team with them, but I'm at the other end of the table. And so I'm yelling over to them. They're yelling over to me. And then there's people on different teams who are next. You know, and it's just there's a lot of that. And it can be hard. Hard isn't the word. It can be difficult maybe to focus, I think. Um, and I, to be clear, I actually really liked that part of it. I thought that, I was, that was a negative. fun. Yes. I think it's a, it's a negative, not necessarily personally for me. Oh, it could be. I think negative. I think if there's a negative about it, I think that's that's a negative. I think people could. That's why I said you might echo this the sentiment because mm-hmm. I I thought I heard you say this at one point. Yeah. Um, yeah. <laughs> yeah, that was me. Another thing I dis <laughs> another thing that I think is a potential dislike, and, and this one specifically to me is the theme. Um, the theme generally does not matter too much for me in games. Uh, but this one puts me off because I hate coffee, <laughs> and the thought of playing a coffee themed game just turns me off. I just don't want to because I, like, I don't. I dislike care, coffee. Yeah. It's the same with beer themed games or, or games with trains. They might be good, but those themes do nothing for me. Not even do nothing for me because there's themes that do not like the Pacific Northwest of Cascadia does nothing for me, but it doesn't bother me either. It doesn't Coffee turn you off. Yeah, you're turns neutral. Like take yeah. away from right. Me. I, yeah. I get. It. I have lots like, of neutral themes. Themes I like, and then themes where I'm like, no. Right. Yeah. yeah exactly. Yeah, the love it or hate it, you think it's okay. <laughs> <laughs> Overall, I really enjoyed this game, and while I don't think I'll look to buy it. I would gladly play this again if it came back out. What about you guys? What do you think? Do you want to crush it at the end or in the yeah. middle? Okay, so I'll go for it. Um, so I agree with the vast majority of what you say. I, I, again, I'm not going to own it because I'm not going to play it, but I think a perfect setting of like 
having eight people play it at a nerd fest yeah. is great. You right. know, when we have eight and we're in between games or we don't want to break up just yet, you know, I, I will gladly play this. I liked the majority of what I was doing. Um, the, the, the randomness of pulling the beans out of the bag is, is a tenseness that I liked. Yeah. Um, it was also like fairly lower stakes where you weren't going to automatically lose something if you pulled out the wrong bean. Your, right. your, your collection of beans just wasn't as high a scoring as it could have been, right? Yep. Um, I, the tech tree I thought was very cool. If that didn't exist in the game, I would not like it because the tech tree gives you powers. I can pick yeah. a second bean out if that one didn't work or I get an extra bean to add and, and I just keep saying and bean and also something to do, right? <laughs> but I think it, I, I agree with you, first of all. I think it also gives you something to do if you're just like at a table, like if I'm yeah. at an alliance with you and it's like you have, have three beans and I have yeah, three like beans of different colors. And even if, even if we did yeah. pull, we're not going to score any points. Yeah. So that's not, it's not worth it. So, so let's right. get that better there, tech that would suck. for then next time. And yeah, overall, I, I really enjoyed it. Um, I could have used like the talking across the table was a little annoying. I did like that things were happening at the same time that it wasn't like, okay, you guys sit here and negotiate and vote and then we'll do yeah. it. And then, that was happening at the same time, but I can see that it can be frustrating right. because you know, one time we pulled beans before Ryan knew and he could have helped or, you know, there, there, right. so that could be a little sense. annoying. So like somebody thought you were talking to them, but you were really talking to someone else. And you know what I mean? Yeah. So, there, but that, that was everybody's first play, I think, yep. of that yeah. game. And yep. once that happened, we fixed it in the later rounds. But right. I, overall, I, I had more fun than I thought I was going to have and enjoyed Same the game here. more. Yeah. would love to see, would love to see a retheme because coffee beans don't excite me, but mm -hmm. um, I, I don't. I don't hate coffee beans. Like Ryan is a, just a oh, pure I hatred of coffee hate them. beans. Coffee but beans. Anyway, Natalie, what do you think? <laughs> uh, <laughs> I thought this game was just okay. <laughs> I don't. I wouldn't say I hated it. You can um, say it. If you I don't feel uh, that. Would way. you say below good, not great? Yes. Okay. Got oh, okay. It. Fine, not good. And I think it was I personally. Think it was I think it was just a, a touch above good, not great. Me too. Yeah. I would. I, I mean, For me, it was fine. Um, <laughs> <laughs> like you said, if everybody like. If you wouldn't buy it, but if it was brought out at a nerd fest, you'd gladly play it. Yeah, I feel kind of more like if it was brought out at a nerd fest and everyone else wanted to play it, you'd grumpily play it. I would be like, fine. <laughs> you would play it because everybody else. <laughs> yeah, is playing. I yeah. wouldn't gladly play it, but Natalie's I also sitting, wouldn't be like, I'm not playing. That. I yeah. don't want to sit by yourself for <laughs> right. one hour. I wouldn't be like, I wouldn't be like that. You like know? Buddy but I'd be like, all right, <laughs> I'll play, but it's not my, you know, number one choice. Yeah, um, it's okay. But yeah, I feel like for this game and. I, I can see that it was probably a good game and I can see why people liked it. For me, it just didn't, click. I just didn't get it. It just yeah. didn't click. I felt like the whole entire game, I was just like going through the motions. You know, I wasn't like uh -huh. playing the game. I was just kind of like, uh, I'll do this. Okay, now I'm going to team with you. I I don't know. We'll do this. You know, that's what I felt like. And I, and I look over and you're like getting these like investment things and you're like oh should i do this should i do that and i'm like man it really looks like he's playing this game and i'm like what the fuck is he doing like i don't even know like what i could do to like do something what like the fuck that. is he doing you know even with the tech tree i was yeah. like i was like i don't know this one you know what i mean and like that's how i felt playing that game and so it was just okay to me because of that but i'm not gonna like trash the game because I didn't get it. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, but that's just how my play went and how I felt about it. For sure. Yeah. And that is perfectly acceptable. Yeah. And then, oh, Long and then I did, I did say the thing about it being like super chaotic. Like when I don't know what I'm like really doing and then everybody's like yelling and they're like, blah, blah, blah. And I'm just like, what is happening? I could talk. <laughs> that's why I included it in the, in the dislikes because 
I actually had fun with that. It was exciting for me, yeah. but I can definitely see that as maybe the number one thing people would like. If you're not like really into like it, I don't want to be like yelling across the table, like. Or I can even just see it be annoying, just like yeah. I'm trying to talk to them and this guy yeah, yeah. To fuck up about his thing. Like, shut <laughs> up a second, let me, you know, <laughs> like I can. Even, or like you said, it, it got confusing sometimes. Like, wait, who are you talking to? Are you talking to me? Yeah, yeah. There, I don't remember exactly what was said, but there was one point like somebody like responded like yes. And then they did something and they're like, oh, I thought you were talking to me. So I did this. And I'm just like, what? <laughs> like, yeah. What's happening? So that's Viva Java. Yeah. Viva Java. <laughs> I liked it. I mean, I liked it. Yeah, I me liked too. It. It's from 2012. So, um, it's older. It stood the, I would say. Bill's been it dying to play like it. It so. didn't feel dated. I will say that. It didn't feel dated to me. No, no me neither. Yeah, it felt fresh. And I Old coffee. It. Oh, wait. Yeah, ugh. Blech. Yeah, besides you got coffee. anything else, man? Yeah, I got one more quick one I want to talk about. Sweet. From Crowd Games. Okay. So I'm a little confused. I'm, I'm like 95% sure it's crowd games. So it's C-R-O-W-D. Okay. That's the I, word crowd. I like I've heard of crowd ox. Okay. But that's that's the word crowd, right? Yeah, that's crowd. C-R-O-W-D? Okay. Yeah. Their, their, their logo is a crow. Oh, crowed. But do you think it's crowed? There's no way it's crowed games. Here we no, go. That's clearly it's the crowd game. Now, a large number of people gathered together in a disorganized or unruly way. Yeah, <laughs> that's what. That's kind of like our podcast. Well, and there's there may be more definitions for for crowd. So it's crowd games. I don't know if they just went like, "Hey, here's a crow for our." The icon. word crow is in the word. They'll crowd. correct me because um, they sent me this game to play. So they'll yeah. they'll correct me. Yeah. Don't sure. worry. Um, crowd games. If you're listening, just confirm that you're crowd games. Um, Okay, so Crowd Games has this game that just recently came out called Winter Queen, which just makes me think of Frozen. Winter yeah, Queen. Yeah, right? agreed. That's totally, oh. yeah, that's totally <laughs> awesome. Or, or, or <laughs> um, It's an abstract game, so it has, you know, like normal abstract games, a nonsensical theme, right? Mm-hmm. Where they just kind of stick it on there. But the cover of it is like this, if you looked at it, you would be like, this is the Winter Queen, right? It's like, it's okay. a really beautiful look. It's got this like woman on the front and she's like the snow around her and all that mm-hmm. kind of stuff. So the theme is the winter queen has announced her yearly competition for her court sorcerers and we're the court sorcerers. Okay. okay? So now we have to do that. The board is um, like a hex full of hexes. There's like 25 hexes or so um, on the board. It's broken into four different color zones. Okay. Um, there are tiles that are set in between the players. So if the three of us were playing, there would be three tiles, one in between me and Ryan, one in between Ryan and Natalie, and one in between Natalie and myself. Got it. That makes sense? Yep. And between each of those... Cities-ish? Yeah, yeah. Or, yeah. And then on the tile, um, you are placing four gems on there, similar to like Azul, right? We're putting... So um, you now have access. So Ryan has access to the tile and the gems in between him and Natalie. And him and, and you. And him and you. <laughs> <laughs> and me and him. And Natalie would have the, the the two tiles between, you know, you get what I'm saying here? Yep. Got it. Um, <laughs> there are four gems placed on the tile of five different colors, green, blue, yellow, purple, red. I know. Um, on your turn, you pick one of three things. Pretty simple. Okay. You take one of the gems that is available to you and you place it onto the main board. When you place it on there, you're placing it in one of those four regions that I was talking about. Um, that will allow you to grab a spell book from that region. So if mm. I put it in the red region, I grab a spell book connected to that area. The other thing I could do on my turn, instead of placing one on the board, is I can take one available gem and I can place it onto one of my spell books. Ooh. The last thing you can do is you can activate a spell book that has a gem on it. Ooh. When you activate the spell book that has a gem on it, you score the spell book. So the spell book has how to score. And the way that you score is determined by what the board in front of you full of hexes looks like. Okay. That makes sense? Mm-hmm. So, for example, if I took a red gem and I put it on my spell book, and that that spell book would score all the 
edge gems, I would look at the color. I put red on there. So then every red that's on the edge of the board would score me a point because mm. I put a red gem on there. If I put a green one, I would look at the green that are on the edges, you know? Yep. So there's sometimes like connected colors or different paths or, you know, different zone or different colors in each zone or something like that. There's a bunch of different ways that these spell books score. So that's okay. basically what you're doing. You're adding things to the board to try to benefit your spell book <laughs> or you're placing on your spell book or activating it. And you play until um, the the gems are kind of out of the bag, right? Because every time that you empty a, a tile, you add more gems and you play until it's out of the bag. And that's it. It's a very wow. quick game. It took 20 minutes. Wow. Taught it in like 10. I even sat there and I was only about a page into the rule book. And I was like, let's just sit here because I don't think it's going to take me long to explain this. So yeah. I explained it. We played it. Um, I played it with Joe and Jen. And the game's fine. Like it's it's a it's a a good abstract game. There's not like it's just it's, a light strategy game. It's just a light strategy <laughs> game, right? It's a light game that can hit the table in a way that's not gonna like burn your brain. Yeah. Um it has a really cool it has um these like chunky gems. So I, I in my brain, whenever I think of a game that has gems, I always think of like the Istanbul gems or if you play yep. the game Diamonds, they're all the same yep, shape. The same exact these shape. are like bigger versions of that and like kind of chunkier yeah. so i, I kind of like they, they felt cool in more the bag. tactile yeah they're more tactile um i like the spell books i thought that was kind of cool um with how i'm scoring very differently than ryan's scoring but we're all manipulating the same board and i like that um every time you score a certain book you can you take gems off of it um so that's how the board kind of changes mm-hmm. throughout the game i think that's kind of cool i like having your own scoring objectives and then trying to manipulate a main board um, in the middle and Joe and Jen were fighting over who was taking what gems. And that was just <laughs> side entertainment for me. Um, but it was, it was something that, that I enjoyed. It's, it's maybe not something that I reach for all the time, but overall it's like a good, it's a good game. If you don't like, if, if you have maybe other abstract games in that genre, this might not be one to go grab, but if you don't have something that's like light and simple and easy with, with an abstract thing, and maybe you like the theme of the weight of it's too, of, too yeah. weight. Yeah, so it falls into that cool. yeah, that kind of like category. That. So you can dance. Um, I have a couple more games from Crowd that I'll be playing in the next week or two. Really quick, we're going to talk about. Yeah, I looked up Crowd games or Crow. I do think it is Crowd. Ooh, Crowd. Okay. I mean, that's not a word. Oh, it's a word, but with an e. It's Crowd. C R O W E D. I think is is yeah. the word. But if I, I'm looking on, on Board Game Geek, they spell it capital C R O W and then capital D. Ooh. So then, if I look at their logo it's c-r-o-w in one font and the letter d kind of hanging off in another font so their color so we so we're maybe gonna go with crow maybe it is crowed because there's like like they just said there's a crow you've been crowed uh, you've been crowed okay crowed fool so it's crowed games i mean it could be still pronounced crowd but it's definitely a crow and then it says crow and then d at the end okay I have two more Distinct. games from them coming up in future episodes. Um, Ganesha is another one that they've made, which is also an abstract game. And then this game called Deep State that I'm really excited to play. Deep I think State. it's more of a card game. Wow. Um, Memoirs of a Ganesha. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, that was Winter Queen abstract game. Pretty good. Check it out if you're interested in nice. that one. Yeah. Look at all those games we've been playing. Yeah, Boom. we did it. Well, I'd like to now talk to you all for a moment about the Gateway Board Gaming Network, which you can find at www.thegatewaynetwork.com. Natalie's going to the bathroom and the Gateway Network on Instagram. <laughs> this whole purpose of the network is to help our new or up-and-coming content creators grow by shouting each other out. If you go to the Gateway Network website, you will find other amazing content creators who are trying to grow as well. They're all amazing people who produced fantastic content. It's very exciting. Do also in large part to our merch store. Yeah. 
Yes, we've got a merch store, which you can find at thegatewaynetwork.com forward slash merch. There you can find so many amazing items from a large portion of our members. Today, I'd like to specifically highlight Allison and Bryce from Better Half Reviews. Allison is everywhere. She's Yay. dealing with publishers, making content with Bryce, reviewing, previewing, playing, and yet she still somehow has time to drop into the Gamecasters Twitch stream every week. Allison and Bryce are great ambassadors for the network and really have fantastic content that you should go gobble up as fast as you can. Head on over to YouTube and get after Better Half Reviews. You can also find a link to their content directly on the Gateway website, so no excuses, damn it. Whatever kind of content you're looking for, The Gateway will have it. If you're a newer board game content creator and you're looking for a way to grow your content, please consider heading over to thegatewaynetwork.com to learn more. If you ever wanted to support the show but weren't quite sure how to do it, maybe consider flushing your money down the Gamecaster's toilet by way of our Patreon page. There are four different tiers which will get you access to behind-the-scenes content, exclusive content, or content ahead of time. You will also get swag that nobody else has access to and just the opportunity to help out and support a podcast that you sometimes listen to. We have amazing patrons. Thank you so much for your support, guys. If you'd like to help donate to uh, help us pay for things like hosting fees and that Steve Brule wax replica Jeff's had his eye on, please head on over to Patreon. Patreon.com forward slash the Gamecasters to help out. The Gamecasters Twitch account has relaunched and we're live every Tuesday, Thursday, Sunday night streaming board game and video game content and having a blast talking to all of you. If you just simply can't get enough Gamecasters in your day, please consider heading on over to twitch.tv forward slash Gamecasters and give us a follow and a sub. I have the best time streaming for everyone and it's just super fun to unwind after a long day and watch someone who is trash at games play games come hang out <laughs> engage with me in a way you never thought you had to before but i'm sorry you do twitch.tv forward slash gamecasters but possibly the best way to interact with all of us though is via our discord server if you go to the gamecasters instagram page you can check out our link tree in our bio to get access to our server it's a great way to engage with all three of us on a daily basis as well as meet a bunch of like-minded awesome people so please go check out our discord server it is now that time of the show where we get to hear from all of you. Find out what you said, because you probably don't remember shit, on this episode's Instagram Inboxer. And now it's time for the Instagram Inbox with the Mad Board Gamer. Well, well, well. It's me again. Huh? I don't have a whole I've heard lot. Of you. I don't have a whole lot for the inbox because I didn't post anything. <laughs> but I have something. Oh yeah, you do. I have been talking to one of our listeners over in Germany. Okay? Deutschland. We've been talking in English because I am a stupid American and only know one language, <laughs> and he knows lots. Now this is he the knows account. Lots? Well, at least two. <laughs> <laughs> Double the amount Jeff that's, knows. That's twice as many that I know. <laughs> <laughs> Gee. So this is the account O S G O R. His name oh. is Thomas, so I'm going to call him Thomas. Now, Thomas over in Germany uh, had a very fun time listening to us try to say words in German when we were talking about Twinkle. I think. Oh yeah. Um, because Twinkle. Natalie called Twinkle. It's on the back of the box. It says like Flugen. Flug something. Right. So and then we talked a little bit about. So he was having a fun time listening to us. He's like, he it's so funny. It He's like, it's so funny hearing Americans try to say things in German. Right. Yeah. We always make. What do you say? We make it it's sound like, like just so angry. It's just yeah. always angry. I thought he specifically said and like you, you sound like. Ah, yeah. He did say thought, something. There was something I thought he specifically said we sounded like. See if you can find that. Jeff. Yeah. Let me see. But you know, I take offense to this because I took three years of German in high school. <laughs> So let me try to read the back of this. 
Funkelstern ist ein schnelles Strategiespiel für die ganze Familie und für erfahrene Spielerinnen und Spieler. Die 30 Einzigarten, Wuffelstürger, no, Stirner, Wuffelstürner und verscheidene Vertungskarten bieten Juch. <laughs> Nailed it. Got it. So he says, he says, Americans talking German always make it sounds like they speak Klingon. There it was. Yeah. Because you try to do the... Yeah. So he sent me, so I thought this would be funny. He sent me a couple, um, <laughs> he sent me a couple game, well, he sent me a whole bunch. I'll show you the, I can show it to you. But he sent me a list of uh, games that, okay. like the, the German, German titles of them. He Got said it. the vast majority of games are, are, are basically like proper nouns and they're the same. Like okay. the game Zolkin is Zolkin in in, in yeah you're right in right. German like, right so but not Funkenschlag but not Funkenschlag <laughs> do you know what Funkenschlag yeah, is yeah power grid yeah so that was the oh. first one I was gonna read I was yeah, gonna see if you can name you any of that? these I know I took three years of German high he school th- duh. you ever learned power and grid <laughs> in German class <laughs> they were flashcards <laughs> I mean, power I and like grid five years day of one that. hello power <laughs> and grid <laughs> See, he knows. What do you think about that, Thomas? Yeah, Thomas. Yeah. <laughs> All right, I'm going to read a couple and see if... Uh, I'm going to butcher them, and then I'm going to see if you... All right, let's see if we can do it. Okay. So the W's sound like V's, right? Yep. Okay. This is called Wasserkraft. Water. Witchcraft. No, it's water. Va- Wasser is water. Watercraft. Well, do um, you want me to spell it? W-A-S-S-E-R. Craft. Yeah, that's, that's craft. Watercraft. Wasserkraft. Water, like a vessel. What's a craft? Craft. craft it doesn't have the word water in it, but Submarine. it might be about water. Oh. You've pl- I know you've played the game. Forgotten water. No. <laughs> he just said that that water, water in it. Underwater city. Yeah. It's barrage. Oh. Is there uh, some sort yeah. of water? Yeah, it's hydropower. Okay, yeah. what about oh. Fufgurken? Fufgurken? That's five. Yep. Gherkin. Five below. Wait, aren't no, gherkins like little hot dogs or like little Close. little, uh, little uh, well, pickles? Well, it's a hot dog. Oh, yeah. What, what's another? Not a pickle. Uh, cucumber. Um, cucumber. Five oh. cucumbers. Yeah. yeah. We got That's there. a game? Uh, apparently. <laughs> Um, all right. This what about 5,555? Do you know what gluk off is? Gluk off? Gluk off. Fuck off. Like A-U-F? <laughs> Fuck. That's not a game. Gluk it's space. You. No, I'm just kidding. Gluk. Uh, gluk. Gluk off. Well, let's see. Hans im Gluk. <laughs> is it spelled the same as gluk? Yeah. G-L-U-C-K. The U has the... the umlauts? Is that like yeah. the umlauts? Gluk. Shit. I don't know what it's it is. It's not shit. Coal Baron. Oh, Ooh. I didn't know that. Okay. All right. What What is this B that's not that doesn't look like a B? What's that letter called? It's probably an S. I think. Oh, if, really? If, okay. Well, this is called. So D I E would be D, D yep. right? Not die. Well, there. D Glastroff. I think there is a um like a section of Ger- of Deutschland. Yeah. Maybe it's East Germany that pronounces D I E D A is die. So I'm gonna call it D though. Yeah, that's D- how I pronounce it. Glastrob. 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 With three S's apparently. In a row. <laughs> Five tribes. No, but the D gla- is the. Gla 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 glass the, or glass. The glass road. The glass road. <laughs> okay. Oh. Okay. <laughs> what about Zug m Zug? Oh, I know that one. Oh. That's, that that um, might be the only one I've got. Yeah, that's ticket to ride. Oh yeah, I think I knew that too. 
Yeah, that's like makes no sense. No. Yeah. What about Paladine de West Frankenrein? <laughs> Paladins of the Paladins West, of the West Kingdom. Yeah, Paladins, Paladins of the West Kingdom. Got it. Boom. In your face. I know German. What about three years? Bergengraf de West Frankenrein? <laughs> Castles of Burgundy. <laughs> no, Castles of Burgundy is like De Bergen von Bergen or something weird. <laughs> Bergengrass? Yeah. It's, well, just it's pick another West Kingdom Paladins. game. Yeah, okay. <laughs> this is the Viscounts one. Viscounts of the West Kingdom. Okay. Yeah. Uh, I just thought. Is that Viscounts? Pretty sure it's Viscounts. No, actually, maybe it is. Well, it's spelled Viscounts, right? Oh. Spelled Viscounts. Is it pronounced Viscounts? I thought. I don't know. Let's, yeah, probably. Google probably machine. Right. Viscounts. Oops, I typed it into board game. Um, so yeah, that that's what I got from from Thomas. He sent me a few more <laughs> right. uh, that that will that will read, but they're they're that will read later. But it's just so funny that. So that's I wanted awesome. to entertain him and our German listeners by butchering <laughs> some of yeah. your own the, your language, and we, we apologize, but also we did pretty good there. Yeah. All right. My, I, well, I'm I'm part German, so I took German because of that. My my uh, on my uh, my, my mother's side, her my great grandmother's last name was Tittenhofer. Oh, that's German. And she's like Tittenhofer, like tit. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> oh, <laughs> like that needed more of an explanation. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, like that's tit. Awesome. Got it. Thanks. All right. So continue on. All right. I got one more thing. So it. it was Friday. Friday evening, I posted something Gotta after a conversation that Ryan and I had about kickstarters yep. so ryan sent me a message and he said listen dude or something like that yeah basically and basically was like listen here how much do you think i've spent on kickstarters yeah okay he told me he's he's backed what 135 so, okay so i was like let's take this to instagram yeah and do a little giveaway okay yeah. i'm not sending you some big ass game so just deal with it <laughs> Okay, you're going to get some small-ass game, but deal with it. Because it was just a small... You, all you do is guess a number. You didn't even do anything. Now, I said, guess how much money Ryan has spent on Kickstarter games in his life. Person who is closest is going to win a game, and I will send you a, again, a game of my choosing. Don't complain or ask Boom. me for some other game. No. Okay, I'm going to pick a game and send it to you. Pick a game and so, roll it. So, I said, guess. And we got lots of guesses. Oh, yeah. Anywhere between $0... Because some, I was like, oh, you thought it was a trick question, yeah, right? That's, yeah. So they went with it. That's good. good. I only allowed one guess per account. We got in the realm of 50 or so guesses. Holy you hand You know, grenade. Ryan, it's never zero dollars. <laughs> it's never zero. Yeah. <laughs> that's true. That person doesn't And last episode, we talked <laughs> about on, right? So zero dollars to twenty yeah, to $20,000. Oh, that was the range. I would say the average was about 2000 maybe. It was like okay. kind of the guesses, right? Yeah. So that was in a... A normal human's range of choices. Just to of give choices. you a hint, Ryan said he his whole body went cold when he saw the Yeah, dumpster. so I'll give you what I spent. So after Ryan <laughs> sent right. me the messages, I went on and looked, did a little bit of conversions, and I'm somewhere in the realm of about $1,600 I've spent on Kickstarters, over 28 or so different projects. Sure. And over so, how many years? Um, I don't remember my first one was, but it would have been, um, it would have been maybe eight to Eight-ish years ago, maybe mm -hmm. or so. Okay, That's I can look. Bad. So that seems yep. like a reasonable. Um, <laughs> I think it's a reasonable number, um, especially wait, wait, after saying? the conversation. <laughs> wait, wait, wait. Because I went second, so the, that my number seemed a lot more reasonable. <laughs> yeah. Um. So I will now turn this over to Ryan, and then I will reveal the winner. Let me. Uh, okay. So what Natalie just said, she stole my thunder a little bit. When I Sorry. decided to do this, I, so there's this new thing on Kickstarter. Well, maybe it's not new. I, I, it's the first time I saw it. It's this thing up top, and it's like, hey, you can keep track of all your Kickstarter. Um, orders, you know, there's like buttons to click if you've received it, and it kind of puts everything in this ni nice, neat little spreadsheet, right? So I go to there, and I'm like, oh, it says I've backed 135 projects, okay, if you say so. And it then lists the pledge amount, the pledged amount of every project that's funded, 
um, that you have. And so I sorted by pledged amount. And I was like, let's bring this over to Excel and total it all up. And that'd be kind of fun. And I saw the number and my entire, I have, I, I have like little pigment in my skin to begin with. I'm one of the more pale people you've ever seen. And that, was like my I felt like the pigment in my skin was like nope I can't do this I gotta get out of here like I get the <laughs> fuck out of here I had some like weird existential gravitational pull that just like took everything in my body down to the like, ground and just like nah uh goodbye <laughs> and I saw this number and I was like oh my gosh okay so 135 projects dating back to 2012 that was the apparently that was the first Kickstarter so a decade I of Kickstarter yeah so about a decade of Kickstarters. And do you want me to reveal the number? Um, I do want to also say that lots of people, before you say it, lots of people were like, probably a lot, like 3,000. Yeah. Probably a lot, 2,500. Yeah. Or Michaela was like, at least 1,500 or more. Ha-ha. That, that was the cutest right? thing I've ever heard in my life. Um, <laughs> and I told you so I had cute. 16, I, I've spent $1,600 yeah. and Maybe felt, she thought it was felt good about myself. Yeah, yeah that you should. Um, so yeah, go okay. proceed. So before right before before I reveal the number, I want to say that this is oh, this is my caveat here. So I did do the conversions. All right. So there was a lot of a lot of the kickstarters I back are not originated from the United States. So if there's uh, Canadian right. ones or uh, from the, you know the EU or uh, I Japanese Australia yeah. or Japan Japan, you know I, I did all those conversions because um, I know you all give a shit about that. Yeah. <laughs> but second of all, what I want to say is is that. This is not even really indicative of the total I've spent because a lot of these pledges, some of them are $1 pledges. Like, for instance, I'm going to say Cloudspire was a $1 pledge. But I went all in in the pledge manager. Okay, so that's like 400 bucks. That is not reflected in this amount. So the actual total is probably... More. Higher. A lot higher. Yeah, we'll say it's a lot higher. But so we're just going to go with what you said. Without pledged. further ado, the number that drained all of the pigment away from my already pigmentless And our bank face account. And our bank account <laughs> over the last decade. The total is $9,693.04. Yay. Whoa. Holy shit. Now, I went one step further than this. And I looked at how many of those games do I still own? I backed 130 something. I still own. But how many did you receive? Oh yeah, how many I've received is 111. Okay. So, okay, so there's still of the there's still like 25 outstanding or 24 outstanding. Of those 111, I still have 66 in my collection. That's more than half. Which I think is pretty good. Wow, that's pretty good. Yeah, I, that, it was surprising to me. I expected it to be much lower than that. Yeah. I don't know what a good percentage is. I would like to know from you guys what yours is. How much money have you backed in Kickstarters? How many of those games do you still have in your collection? Did that would be something good that, to know. Jeff? Did you figure that out? He figured out the money. I, I just think. figured out the money. I didn't oh. figure out how many I still have. But that's of the 28, I would guess it's probably in the... 20 realm but you, i don't yeah have as much turnover right you don't turn over games as much yeah. as i do for sure um but okay so that's the number so let's hear that's it and so again so much who, higher who because of these like one so there was points. only yeah, the average guess was like three so grand. there was only Whoa. four so i just went with the closest not not like prices right i didn't if you went if you would have guessed ten thousand, you would yeah, have won right so i'm close, just calling it the closest um there was only two or three people that guessed more than what you had of okay. like the 50. Who were those? Can um, we hear those? Uh, Sergio guessed 20,000. That's lovely. That you went way big. I like that. Probably um, 20,000 we'll with there. the one. Actually, we'll the, there, the Gamecasters account got it right on. What? Yeah, they were like Holy cow. Wow, um, that guy was Chris Wilson also, really big Chris Wilson was um, 
12,500 you know what his and guess. honestly that's probably closer to yeah the i might reach out accurate total. he might I'm, I'm if we figure out maybe a more real like exact number i don't know how um, i would do that i guess i could go to my and then i think measles mr measles might have been like fifteen thousand that he said or something like that so yeah, there was maybe only that, two or three that was that could be close high um <clears throat> so with that number, 9,683, the person that was only $747.35 away, shit. who guessed $8,945.69, which 69 was a popular answer in a lot of these things, too. <laughs> um, our buddy huh, Steven Plurpy guessed $6,969, 69 But hold on. But I just said Plurpy guessed sixty nine thousand. He he was sixty nine sixty nine. Oh, oh oh okay. That's not the winning. He was oh. he was winning for a long time. <laughs> he was. There were some people that then <laughs> threw him off and guessed seven thousand. Oh, there was someone guessed seven thousand and sixty nine cents. Oh okay. Which <laughs> and was then for a while. Yep. How great would that? And be? then Roberto sheer boredom. Holy came shit. in with eight thousand nine hundred forty five dollars sixty nine cents. Oh nice. He's to the win closest. the thing. Roberto. To win the thing, Roberto. Roberto, congrats, man. Yeah. Wow. I spent more than that. Yeah. <laughs> I honestly still. would I, I'll bet you Chris Wilson is probably Maybe I'll maybe I'll get something the out to true Chris Wilson. Total too. winner because I don't I don't know how I would figure that out. But there's been a lot of Kickstarters because I looked down yeah. there. Cloudspire for one, Frosthaven. Those were both that I had one dollars, and I ended up going like, "Give me everything," you yeah. know. Um, so that right, those two games right alone is probably like seven hundred bucks. <laughs> 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 Jesus fucking hell! So Ew, yeah, buddy. that's uh, that's the embarrassment. Yeah, that it is for Good. me. You know what? I'm pr- I, I'm happy about it. I'm yeah. proud of it. Look, look at how many the, games you yeah. supported and the, made yeah. possible. Exactly. There could be games that didn't even exist because, because of, you. of me. But I thank back you. It. I push it thank over. Thank you, Ryan You're James. Basically, you like have Gloomhaven because of me. Charity. <laughs> yeah. yeah. The so, first game I ever backed, real quick, and I, do, yeah. you, do you have yours too? My first game I ever backed was the Flashpoint Fire Rescue Second Story expansion that came out in 2000. <laughs> oh, I and it was think... only twenty five dollars. I think I ended up getting that on a... Like a trade? No, I like... When I backed maybe the Resistance or something, I could have got that or yeah, something like probably. that. It was yeah, probably. Like because it was all indie boards and cards. Uh, my first one, if I look at all of oh, these... Oh, yeah, let's check it out. The let's last couple I've, I've, I've backed recently have been very expensive, so... A um, the Resistance was my first one. So okay. that's probably where I got that and yep, the Flashpoint and some stuff. other things. Um, sure. I also backed Emperor's New Clothes for $25. Me too. Wait, no, no. Uh, Emperor's New... Oh, yeah, right. Uh, Emperor's not New that. Yeah. Dungeon Roll was something very early, a Keyflower yep. expansion. The biggest one that I did early, I had this War of Mine and then Homesteaders was like two um, that I backed that were expensive. Yeah, Homesteaders like, took really. forever. Yeah, Homesteaders. That was like one of my you first like ones just backed got that for like years. Yeah. <laughs> and they're... Yeah, no wonder TMG is sorry, nice. TMG. That's great. Congratulations, Roberto. Yeah, yeah, congrats. I'll reach very, out to you. Maybe you should done. reach out to me, and we'll see if you listen to the episode. Yeah, <laughs> Roberto. Take that. <laughs> we have now come to the segment of the show where Natalie reveals all of her secrets to pleasing her man. In this episode's <laughs> Natalie's Nookie. <laughs> <laughs> Why don't you step inside? Come on, it's warm in there. You think you found some grass, but nope, it's pubic hair. You wonder why there's so much underwear. You stepped inside a Natalie's Nookie. Unfortunately, today, Natalie's Nookie has been postponed. So instead, we're going to do a Natalie's Nook. Oh, damn. Shit. <laughs> uh, today's Natalie's Nook is kind of tied in with our top five. Um, oh, don't give it away. We were having a discussion about, and I think that this is a thing, a topic that a lot of people talk about. And it's, are games without boards considered board games? Mm. 
And I looked up the dictionary definition of a board Webster's game. Webster's Dictionary defined well, yeah. board games as... <laughs> the fusing of two metals <laughs> with a hot torch. Um, the definition is any game played on a board, especially uh. one that involves the movement of pieces on the board, such uh. as chess or checkers. Ooh. But Thanks, Webster. <laughs> chess or checkers. Another definition basically like is people use board game as a synonym for tabletop game right and so that's basically like the two arguments well there's my entire talking point <laughs> i know oh, I got that's what it. i mean that like there's not for say. me it's not that much so for me i think i agree with the second definition that it's like a synonym for a tabletop game because while <laughs> card games are not technically board games as in games with boards, they still have like the essence of a board game. It's like the entire hobby is called board games. Right. That's like the hobby umbrella, you know, thing. That's what it's called. Yes. Oh my God, I just wrote down so umbrella. Like, card, oh, oh man, we sorry, all have man. the exact So thoughts. card games, yeah, okay, they're technically a card game. Yeah. It doesn't have a board, but you still call them board. I don't know. Right, I, like, no, I agree with you. We're going to play board games like, and I say, let's play The Resistance. Are you going to be like, well, well listen, yeah. you are we playing board games idiot. or are we playing yeah. card no, games? That's exactly right. <laughs> all games, I think. We have our board games, but there's like subcategories of the board games, like based on the type or mechanic, like party games or worker placement or tiling. But you're right, because you hear people a lot say like, that's not a board game. That's a card. Yeah. Game. You hear that a lot. And it's like, why are we making this distinction? Right. Well, what here's, is the point of the semantical? I think the main, I mean, technically both are right. Neither one's wrong. It's what your preference is. But your preference. I understand, you know, if you're being technical about it, that's fine. But for me, it takes too much effort. To distinguish between yeah. if it has yeah. a board or not. So it's just easier to call them board games. It's like calling a truck a car. You know, you're not going to be like, well, that's not a car. It's a well, truck. Plus, like you call all vehicles cars. Plus, then if you're going to do that, now we have to go further out and define what a board is. Mm-hmm. Because we were talking, uh, people know what the top five is because I say it in the damn intro. But So we were talking <laughs> about, you know, does a game like Istanbul, for instance, does that have a board? Because... Right. Those are really just a bunch of tiles, right? Mm-hmm. But I would argue that those tiles represent the board. Mm-hmm. What if I'm now playing the game Oath and I have a mat and I lay yeah, out my is that mat? Not a board? The neoprene mat, is that now not That's a, a mat board game? Because it doesn't come game. with a board anymore. Nope. Even the retail edition is a, right. it's a mat game. It's a, it's a mat game. But hmm. you, you do see people making this distinction. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And it's one of those. I, you hear like a lot of people like in in real life like arguments that, that say like pick your battles, you know like which essentially means don't spend a lot of effort arguing something that doesn't really matter yes. too much, you know, or that's gonna piss somebody off for little return, mm-hmm. right? I feel like this is that argument to me. This is that kind of discussion where it's like I see people go, you know, or there or there's a similar argument with die versus dice. When do you use the word die? Die you can only use if it's one, yeah. but. If it's multiple, you must say dice, you know, and it's that's another one of those things where it's like, okay, who fucking cares? Right. Yeah. Like, who gives Semantics. a shit? <laughs> it's like, well, this is this reminds me of that. Like to me, the umbrella of our hobby, sorry, Jeff, the um <laughs> is called board games. Yeah. We are in the board game hobby, and there are card games that are subgenres of the board games, but you you I would call them card games too. Right. But I would not be like, let's play some board games. Okay, I picked out the resistance and uh you know I, of course i can't think of any other card right. game in my life or i wouldn't be <laughs> like an illusion i wouldn't be like well uh, we're not playing board games and we need to call that we're playing right. card games. or i wouldn't be like hey i brought over some board games and some card games right no i just brought over board games and that includes everything yeah 
Jeff's been quiet. What do you think over there? Yeah. <laughs> umbrella. Let me let these two All I got is umbrella. Keep talking. <laughs> yeah, I, yeah, I agree. You know, there's there's even games that, that I'm going to call Arabian Nights a board game, but like that's almost borderline barely a, like a game. <laughs> even a but game it comes with a board. But that doesn't mean that like that. Yeah, let's have activity night. Yeah, no. that like love letter is any like less of a like, love letter has maybe more strategy than, than that. So it's not like the yeah. level of which, you know, it's not the weight of something. I just think, I think everything that I play that I own, I just call board games. Yep. Mm-hmm. It's that umbrella term. It's not worth my time to differentiate the two. The only thing that I would say is like when they do awards and they award, because yeah. they award well, best board though, games. Because then you want to yes. have distinctions. And now they also then award best card game. Mm-hmm. So there needs to be an elephant, of, uh, an elephant, an element no, of there needs cards. To be an elephant one element. <laughs> there needs to be an element of cards in a game to win card game. But that doesn't mean it's not a board game. That's, a, well. that's actually a really um, good point. I um, and that and that go that speaks to when we say board games as the umbrella term. That's different than qualify a qualification of a game with a board. Yeah, mm-hmm. board games is just the name for our hobby. Right. Yep. We are into board games instead you know? of games, which can be considered like video games or f- computer games. Well, we say okay. board games. You could to... say tabletop games. I suppose that's probably the, yeah. the people who are yelling at their their radio. Yeah. No, no call right. them tabletop are probably games. tabletop but like, people. Also, right? like, but that's not. I don't the know anybody who calls them tabletop games. For real, like an, yeah, you there, know are, what I mean? there are I, I, the people that make this argument. I feel like that's our tabletop, those are yeah. tabletop yeah. games, like, hey, and over they're and probably tabletop games tonight. Like, well, because no RPG, yeah. an RPG is a tabletop game, but I don't, we don't really play RPGs here, so yeah. that's why board games is because board games are different than yeah. RPGs, which is even which is a distinction I feel is more fair to make mm-hmm. than. So like a board magic? game versus a card is game. That RPG? No, magic is a, a, a CCG, a collectible oh. card game. But I, I'd be fine with that. Let's play board games tonight. You want to play Magic? You want to play this? I mean, yeah, yeah. But I, although that one is even, I don't know. It, to me, it just it just seems silly to me that somebody would balk or or try to call somebody out for saying, "Well, you brought Love Letter. You brought Illusion. Mm-hmm. You brought you know Code Name. Yeah, I thought we were playing. I thought we were playing board game. Board game. Not yeah. one of these has a board. Yeah. You, I, I just. It would be, I would laugh at you mm-hmm. <laughs> and be like, why? What's the point of that? Yeah. So That's the answer is yes. Right. Was, that the, was there a question? Yes. Are they considered board games? Yeah. Yes, they are. Games are with just cards, in my opinion, board would no, be considered board games. No, games without boards considered <coughs> board games? I would say yes. The answer yes. is yes. I mean, literally, I guess not. <laughs> but again, using that umbrella term is not a literal definition. It's a, it's a broad brush stroke to describe mm-hmm. the hobby that we're And in. I feel like... I mean, maybe Boom. I'm wrong, but I feel like it's the most common use of how to describe. I always feel like I'm angry when I'm, yeah. when, I'm, when I'm saying my point. Do you want to say it in German? It's a broad brush. It's a brood brush of 5,550. <laughs> For you, Thomas. In today's game of the episode, <laughs> oh, I haven't heard anything about the We game. take you on a journey Uh-oh. through the mind of me. A oh, dark, boy. twisted yes. path full of dark twists, so dark they twist and darken with each twist. <laughs> cool. <laughs> Just kidding. It's the box cover challenge again. Yay! Oh, okay. <laughs> Jeff and Natalie have boy. to try and tell me what the hell is Let on the box lid. Gotta have been studying. We'll be a little less punishing one. with the points this time. We did half points. We'd like, you have to get exactly three things. No, we're not going to do quite that harsh, but a general enough response will earn you points. However, you can't just be like, well, there's a spaceman. Spaceman. You know, yeah, it's got to be a little more than that. Okay, yeah. so I have five games for each of you. Natalie will curse Jeff probably for thinking that Jeff's are way too easy, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> even though Natalie's like are probably names. a lot easier. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Who should we start with, Natalie? 
Try your best not to look at the Start collection. Start with me because Natalie's pouring mimosas. Okay. okay. Jeff, your right. first box cover. Try not to look at the games if okay. you can. Oh, let me pull, let me pull it up because I want to be able to, to like. ice if, if it's not cold enough. Okay. <laughs> oh, we're on glass three? Okay. All right, Jeff. Your first box cover challenge. Okay. Zulk in the Mayan calendar. Put my head down. Okay. okay. Put your, what, what do we got? What do we have on Zulk? Zulk in the Mayan calendar. Yeah. Is I, I'm covering my eyes with my hands. Very good. His hand, yeah, I can confirm. Now, no. um, take, it take it down. Go stand over there. <laughs> He's going to be doing Lock this it. for like one minute maybe okay. total. It is blue. The box is blue. Uh, yes, correct. Zolkin is in yellow. Very good. Okay. Yes. There is a man uh-huh. w- with like a, a tribal headdress. Uh, yes. Okay. His hand is out. Okay. And he is holding that blue skull. You're done. Stop. Winner. Did I nail it? Yes. What do you think about that? That was like Mangalicious. Could you keep going? Because that was like everything. I don't know if the pyramid left. They have like those pyramids in the background. background. I've been studying covers. That's everything. That is absolutely 100%. Look at this. There's the thing yes. in the background. Yes. There's the guy with the headdress. There's the skull. There's the blue and the yellow. I would have not gotten that. I would have been like a giant gear. <laughs> Gears. She's naming Spaceman. Gears. <laughs> Boom. Apparently, I, I've been studying. Studying. I think the components corn. of the are There's corn. Yeah, there's every component in there. Isn't there? There's probably corn. There's gears. Yep, got to be some gears. Uh, you're, I'm you're, on it. Euro, I'm playing it. Euro <laughs> mechanic. <laughs> Jeff, can you give yourself a point? One point. Got it. One point. <coughs> All right, Natalie. Okay. Are you ready for number one? Yeah. <laughs> so I got to pull your game up here. Number one for you is blue. <laughs> blue? Yeah. That's not a game. It is. Oh, Azul? <laughs> oh, Azul? <laughs> I didn't say a word. Yeah. Blue is not a game. Oh, Azul? Yeah, oh, Azul. I didn't see it. There you are. <laughs> I can't hear that. I can okay. hear it now. Azul is uh-huh. um, the whole box is covered in the little pattern tiles. Yes. And then in the middle it says Azul. <laughs> The end. <laughs> give me some colors. For um, this to work, red, yeah, give me some blue, colors. white. Yeah, you got it. Okay. You got it. Like, I think it's yeah, good. you nailed yeah. it. Where you give it to it, right? Yeah. Those were the exact. I was looking for red, that cyan color, and then like white, and those were the yeah. first three things. Great. Well, you job. could say like you could say like azul instead of blue. But. That's true. <laughs> <laughs> Azul's not a game. I don't know what uh, blue's not a game. I don't know what blue is. Oh, azul. Oh, azul got it. Azul. Azul. Blue's not a game. Blue's azul. There's like literally zero like hesitation in between there. There's no such thing as blue. I was dual. Where are you? I see you now. Uh, I can't hear you. Now I can. All right, Jeff. Number two. Okay. Do you want a hot are you dog? Ready yes, for this? no. What did you say? Do you want a hot dog? Yes, yeah. no. <laughs> yes. Scarlet, oh my God. Okay. Jeff's second one. Okay. And you actually don't have to worry about seeing it there. I have it, but it's not over here. Okay. All right. Can you please tell me the box cover for Grand Austria Hotel? Mmm. Maybe. <laughs> okay. Man, on the heels of Zulkin. Wow. I know. Grand Austria Hotel. Oh, man. I think you can do it. I think you can. It's a man in a tribal headdress. <laughs> no, sorry. Okay. Grand Austria Hotel is orange. Okay. Okay. Yep. It says Grand Austria Hotel. You got it. There's, sure a, there's a spaceman. <laughs> they're in space. Okay. There is... I think there's the... There's a like it, maybe the background has the table at which people will be sitting in. Okay. Like you know how you have the guests come to your yes, your right, hotel and they sit at the table. I think the uh-huh. table is there, like with the tablecloth on. Okay. Um, there is. There's definitely the, the the Grand Austria man. I can picture the man, but what I don't know what he looks like? like. He's he's white. Okay. Um, <laughs> he is definitely he's from the Caucasus region. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's a Caucasia. Yeah. And. 
Oh man, what else is going on? What could he be wearing? I do know. I'm I'm like trying to picture the box in my. Um, I would not have gotten this. In my on my shelf, this game is turned sideways, and there's always a woman looking at me on the side of the box. So I know the woman is looking at me, but I don't know if she's on the front. Um, I think the guy in the front is like a fancy waiter. Like he has, does he have like the? It's not, uh, it's not like a skirt. You know what I mean? Where he's like, he's a tie like the apron, like a white apron, just from his waist down. And that's all I have. Zero, okay. Zero points. Um, <laughs> there's no table. Damn. However, the man on the front is like a fancy waiter. He does not. He's not wearing an apron. Let me see. He's holding a tray. Ooh, he's got the with a wine okay. bottle and some wine oh, glasses. He's got that got makes like sense. He's got like a towel. Because that's over what you his. get. Yeah, yeah. That was probably pretty good. zero. That was pretty good. We'll give him half uh, point. You got the waiter. Yeah, and give him orange. And yeah, you got the color. You, the color. You did say it said Grand Austria Hotel on the box, and um, that's true. Boom, half point for Jeff. Space. We're not going to be quite as as you know hard nosed right. on this one. All right, Natalie. Because I don't want you to hate your life. In this game, <laughs> I have given you on Mars. Can okay. you do this? Oh man, this has got to be. It's beautiful. Spaceman. It's oh, she's right. Really it's big. <laughs> oh, it's big. Wow. It's a big box. Should we stop? It says on yeah, Mars. One. Um, <laughs> to get this correct, you're going to need to do a couple things. There's not a lot of graphics on it. It's just like one <laughs> thing in the. No, no, no. No, I mean, what's the? You, you got to go further. Okay. Than that. That's just There's funny. a Mars. <clears throat> there is a Mars. <laughs> Do you have a color scheme for me? Orange, and like a darker, like a dark. Orange and a darker orange. <laughs> no, it's like orange, but then there's like another dark color. But I don't know if it's like like black or green or like it's just like dark. Uh huh. Okay, colors. Okay. okay. <laughs> Okay. There's a planet called Here's Mars, planet. and it's, it's like, called Mars. Yeah. What is that? What are you saying? Like you see the old Orbis planet? I see like. <laughs> I see. Let me tell you what I see. Like, 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 part of the planet, like a hump. A hump. Maybe. One hump. Uh huh. And You're then right. um, planet hump. Yep. There's a hump there. Okay. And then there's like. <laughs> so you got planet hump. Uh, you got. There's colors. Orange. There's orange. A dark color. The the sun. You say Hassan. There's a guy named Hassan. I don't know if Hassan is. And there's an astronaut. Oh. Don't Not you mean Spaceman? Space man? <laughs> yeah, there's a Spaceman with like a dome. So okay. now there's a hump and a dome. There's a hump and No, the hump is like the planet. Hump. Okay. okay, planet humping. And what's the dome? There's a dome? There's like a dome oh. where they're like building. Yeah, okay. So I'm going to need you to give me a final answer on the color scheme before I decide if I'm going to give you a half point or not. <laughs> final You're not getting answer. a full point. <laughs> He said orange and some other dark color. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's like... Don't look at the box! I'm not. Oh, I'm looking at your eyes were, like, headed that way. I'm look. <sighs> hmm. Isn't it, like, darkish? That's not a color! <laughs> <laughs> it's definitely got orange. I'm going to say green, I guess. Okay. I think a half point yeah. is warranted for this. It is the green. It's dark green and dark, like, orange. Great color scheme. There is a spaceman in the middle. There is a dome. That's what gave you the... I was like, okay, she got the dome in the back. Okay. Uh, Your Mars not, hump was the not The Mars right. hump is not correct. But it's it just, is, like, the surface of Mars. He's just, like he's just walking on the surface okay. of Mars. And what I was hoping you would get is there's, like, a big light pole. Oh, okay. Like, coming on the top. Man, that's... Gross. But no, that you do. Like once you see it, I'm like. Duh. I know. Yep. But like in my head, yep. I'm like. No, you did pretty good. You did pretty good. Thing. You did pretty good. All right, Jeff, you ready for the third one? Yeah. Yeah. Turn okay. that computer away. Turning it away. All right. Your third game that I'm hoping that you can tell me what's on the cover is a game called 
Parks. Oh, man. I don't know Parks that well. Is this well. a tough one? Oh, you don't. Yeah, I don't know Parks that well. Have you played Parks? Yeah, I've played Parks. But you don't own it? Maybe twice. He owns it. I own it. He kickstarted it. Here's the sh- Here's the oh, shitty thing. Sleeve, is it? On, I have the I have the Kickstarter sleeve on it, so I almost don't know. Okay. No, I'm just no, I'm just gonna guess here. All right. I'm just gonna go. I was, I'm gonna I can go look up the sleeve if you'd with, rather do the sleeve. I'm gonna go with what I know. Yep. That's it. On the left side, it begins a mountain range. Okay. Okay. <laughs> peaks and it's like, it's like peaks and valleys. Like if yeah. a kid were to draw a mountain, you'd go okay. up and down, up and down. Sure. Okay. Um. On my sleeve, there is a group of bears. Okay. Okay, like three bears, you know, mama, papa, and baby bear. Sure. You know. Yeah, the whole port Goldilocks. Yeah, that going on? <laughs> um, it's got a nice, you know, Pacific Northwest theme. Yeah. Where there's, shit, that's all I really know. There's, it's like, that's really all I got. You I got like mountain so range, and I have bear to have a point. Is there anything else you can point. tell me? Because you are um, so close, but there's one. There's got to be another animal on there, like you a get this big ass fucking out. moose or something, like an elk. <laughs> But I got this Cascadia box looking at me, and I don't think this. That's all you could think, there. right? Yeah. All right. The Man. one thing that you yeah. said was correct is the bears. That's all that. Okay. There's no mountains. No mountains. Once well, you see I guess they're in part. I looked it's at like it a, too, and I'm like, oh, I know. Yeah, but like, I, I don't know if I. It's a waterfall. Oh, the waterfall. Yeah. That's good. Yeah. So I guess that's a mountain where it's falling. No, from. no. It's in zero. my head, I'm like, it's probably just a bunch of animals. <laughs> <laughs> that's zero. That's zero. Bunch of animals. Yeah. Um. Okay, Natalie. Oh yeah, the brown. Yeah, okay. That that does look like it. I wonder what my. Uh, I don't know if it works. I looked up the sleeve, and that's the only thing I can find. Is is like this thing's just everywhere. Is it this that you have? Oh, I guess I'll have to. Yeah. I wonder what the sleeve looks. Or maybe like. it's in here. Is it this thing? Oh, it is that thing. It just says the the publisher on it, like Got 50, it. 50 first parks or fifty parks or something like that. I see. All right, Natalie. Okay. <clears throat> you need to tell me some things about patchwork. Patchwork. Hmm. Okay. Patrick? Patrick? <laughs> Patrick? Pat- Patrick? Patrick? <laughs> Who's Patrick? There's Patrick. no game Patrick. No Patrick. Oh, Patrick. Neil Harris? Yeah. <laughs> I thought Patrick from SpongeBob. You did? You? Um, and I have SpongeBob's before. friend, yeah, Patchwork. Right. <laughs> I don't these days. Um, it's my cousin Scott. My brother Scott. <laughs> oh my god, that. I haven't laughed that hard in a while. <laughs> Scott Bakula, the brother oh, yeah. of Dracula. Yeah, his <laughs> brother of, this is my yeah. brother, Scott. This is his brother, Scott. Ah, 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 Scott Bakula. <laughs> what's your name? What's your last name, Scott? Um, uh, um, uh, uh, Bakula. Bakula. <laughs> oh, sounds a lot like Dracula. Yeah. No, no. Well, that's why yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right, what's up? All right. We so have patchwork. Patchwork. Yeah, it's, some... it's a, so there's like some brown, <laughs> with a patch, like beneath the word patchwork, and then... It has like, kind of like a, the board kind of looking thing, but it's like looks like the quilt all built out with the Tetris pieces. The built quilt, the Tetris pieces, and huh? some okay. buttons. Hmm. You done? You need to give me some colors. Oh. You're right about the quilt. Okay. Um. There's like, um. <laughs> I'm just trying to think. There's blue and mm-hmm. and. Uh, I know the buttons are blue. (laughs) (laughs) Where are these buttons? They're on the quilt. Okay. (laughs) Sounds like blue. There's some buttons on the quilt. They go Natalie always second guess her. She's like, they're on the quilt. No. She's like, she's like exactly when I ask my students a question. And I pause for one fucking second. They're like, like oh, it's not right. And they're like, yes. And I don't say anything. Then they're like, no, no, you're, you're right. It's no. Like, yeah. if I don't immediately validate them, they immediately yeah. go back no, and change it's their entire answer. Yeah. Well, I wrong. said that, and he just was kind of like, 
like, okay. <laughs> well, yeah, so you're right and wrong. You're okay. right and wrong. Wait. Okay. <laughs> Did you want Wait. more colors? If you have them. How many more colors? <laughs> if you have Blue them. and yellow and white. She knows colors. She knows most of the colors. And, um, Just in general, like colors. Yeah. She knows all the letters. I think this is probably good for half point because you, you said the brown underneath patchwork. That's I, I would I say that's okay. There's only one button and it's the O in patchwork. Oh. There's no button. Yeah, exactly that point letter. Off from that? What'd you say? Well, it's the only button on the whole thing. There's no buttons. Yeah, but I still got the rest of it. Right? No, you didn't. You didn't there, there's some... You said, there's a needle. <laughs> but I still got it. No, nope, now you're just digging it. No, nope, not even. Now you get a get a quarter. quarter now there's a needle. There's there a grandma a... sewing. There's a grandma on there. There's a grandma in a rocking chair. She's sewing. Oh, maybe they're knitting. No, they got they got knitting needles. <laughs> they're crocheting. It's crocheting. I it's it, crochet work. You got that? There's a quilt on the front. That's really all you got. Yeah, that's all there is. Well, you didn't name a lot of the colors. In the but you then also messed the quilt up. You, yeah, you said the the quilt is made of the Tetris pieces. It's just a square. It's just uh, a quilt with is squares. a quilt. Yeah, but I said it's like the board. Let's <laughs> <laughs> just, just, just get her one point okay, and move fine. on. Seven, <laughs> good. Get a point. Good job, babe. All right, Jeff, you ready for number four? Okay. Sure. Can you? <laughs> He's like, why are we even playing? <laughs> <laughs> Natalie. Natalie's talking herself into a whole point. Oh, there's a needle. No, there's not. No, 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 no. <laughs> no. Well, I said, I said, just the board. I didn't say touch piece. I said the board. <laughs> I mean, I deserve a point. Right. <laughs> I got one all point. that. All right. One point. <laughs> one point. We gave you a point. I'm going to give you a point for the last second one, too. On Mars, you get a full point, too. You're undefeated right now. <laughs> I don't deserve a point. Okay, good. Hey, Jeff. Number four, man. All Survive right. Escape from Atlantis. Ooh. Do this one. All right. <laughs> okay. It says, it says survive on it. That's true. Okay. It's like a like a beige outside. I think survives in blue. Let me do a let me real quick before you keep going. The last time when you were, I looked up Grand Austria Hotel and you kept looking at me, but I had looked at it and I was like, I like kept looking away because I'm like I'm gonna give something away. You're gonna give it. And he keeps oh looking boy. at me, so I'm not looking this way. What were you for what? Grand Austria Hotel. He would like look at me and be like, it's like a it's like they have like an apron and I was like. You like look away. Like, Ooh, I don't want to make a you do it. Yeah. Okay, don't I want to make sure I don't. had the version that you have, which I'm, I'm okay. assuming. Okay. Um, there is like a tall, like slender-looking man on the on the cover. I think he's like he might be standing on a boat. Um, he's got darker hair. Okay. I think he's wearing a white shirt. I'm just like probably unbuttoned down to his. Never mind. <laughs> um, Nether, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I think there is like the shark fin swimming in the background and then I want to think that the volcano is exploding in the Stop. background. Yes. Oh my god, yes. Boom. There is a slender man standing in a boat with a white shirt. There's shark fins in the water uh, and there's an exploding volcano in the background. Oh, the thing is red. That is good. I didn't get the color enough. wrong of survive. What'd you say for that? I, I saw I said blue, but I was take I was taking my whole points away. The from color me. is blue. No, yeah. that, you get a point. Natalie gets that. A was, a point. That was that was good. That was good. Nice job. Natalie, you okay Dang. with that? Yes. Okay. All right, Natalie, you ready for number four? Yep. Now, do not look this way. Okay. You need to tell I'm me not. what is on the cover of the game, which may be your favorite game of all time, which is it a board? Who knows? Istanbul. Ooh, not. What's on all that? Right. What's on that box? There is a man. True. Yep. Standing on a boat. And he is, like, towards the front. <laughs> and then he's uh, he's got, like, some, like, Mediterranean-type gear 
Okay. Gear. Garb. Gear. <laughs> okay, there you go. Garb. Okay. Yeah. And okay. um, and then behind him is like a market. Okay. Where they're selling goods. Yeah. Okay. All right. Interesting. Can you tell me anything else about the man? If you say this one thing He's about the man, gear. fucking nail. He's got his gear. Does he have like a red turban on his head or something? Uh, that's a question. Are you asking you need me? To, uh... I need you to that's tell me something about the man. Okay. Colder. <laughs> <laughs> Talk about his gear a little more. <laughs> yeah. If, you, if there's this one thing, if you say this one thing, like, boom. Is he, like, what, is he like holding something? He's got gems. <laughs> got it. All right. You got really? it. Yeah, you got it. <laughs> Now you just keep digging until we find something. <laughs> Dig until you find gems. What you hold? Oh, 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 let's keep going. I felt pretty good about this one because I specifically looked at this game like after the last episode and I was like, it, it, I was we like, keep if trying to find something. You actually, when, when you kept describing him, you were just getting further. Yeah, oh, you got you're a like, red. Oh, Mediterranean garb. I'm like, okay, that's fine. Then you were like, it's a red turban. I'm like, oh, no, it's a white. It's not a red turban. But you're right, there was a market in the background selling goods and then. The gems in the hand was the last thing I was looking for, so we'll give that. Yeah, to gems you. in the hand. <laughs> All right, Jeff, here you go, man. All right. The last one. I need to get at least something to make. No, I'm. I need to get a whole point. Natalie's winning. And Natalie needs to miss it. Yeah. After begging for now it's three and a half to two and a half going into the last round. <laughs> All right, Jeff. All right. Can you tell me what is on the cover of the box Spirit Island? No. Oh no. Uh, no. Spirit Island. Oh boy. No. Um, Do you have a backup? There's a on the cover of Spirit Island. There's a ghostly, ghostly looking fool, Ryan Gosling looking. <laughs> I think it's like a, I want to say, like a shadowy monster sort of thing. Okay. Um, and there's got to be an island, right, Natalie, and some spirits. Yes. Of course. Yep. Spaceman. Yep. Some space stuff. Um. Shit. I don't know if I know much this. more than that. There has to be so like a shadowy spirit and yeah, an he, island. I feel like he's like the main ones. That's what I guess. Uh-huh. Okay. Okay. Um, I'm trying to think of like what are the factions in like the base game. You think they would have these people on the front? Maybe like. Oh man. I'm starting to. I'm starting are you seeing it? Is, it? is it materializing into your brain? Okay. I see somebody with like eyes that are almost like flames, sort of. Okay, does that make any sense? Whatsoever? That makes sense to me. All right, what else am I seeing? N- Natalie, why don't you help me? Remember the last time when I was beating you by so much and then I helped you with the you last one? Me? Yeah, you don't remember. <laughs> I don't remember. Um, uh, I, I can help you. I think that's like. almost. I think that's all I got. I think that ghostly figure is like a probably a lady. She's a lady. <laughs> okay, I, that's maybe all I got. You said an island. Yeah. Correct. There is an island. You said a lady with flaming eyes. Correct. Oh, she's on there. She is right there up front. Ooh, it's basically all the yeah. other spirits kind of like, uh, oh, you can on top you can of the island. Yeah, they're all like yeah, coming like, out of the island. That makes sense. And then there's some boats there, Zero which point. not a big deal. So let's give them a half a point. And then Natalie yeah. can get negative half a point here and then you can still Yeah. <laughs> we can take back that half negative a point from half. All right, Natalie, can you tell buttons me? Buttons and needles and grandmas <laughs> on the cover of Patchwork. <laughs> Well, I said there's buttons. No, there's button. It's not on any of the quilt. Well, I said the quilt. Okay, well, hold on. <laughs> then she thought she's like, oh, I fucking said oh, all I, this. I, this is exactly I what said I said. All, this. all right, go ahead. <laughs> Love it. All right, Natalie, tell me or just say one roundabout thing about the box Splendor. What's on Splendor? Okay. Okay. There's a 
face of a man. One face man. <laughs> face of a man. Okay. So it's like blue and yellow. Blue and yellow, blue and yellow, blue and yellow. And there's like a that's man with um, some more, with another head garb, garb <laughs> on. Okay. And in in there's colored gems. Colored gems? Yeah. Okay. It, and then... Uh, like in the game or on the box? On the box. Okay. <laughs> you started off hmm. fucking strong on this yeah. one. You ended, well, that's like all the... You ended kind of poorly. There are no colored gems on the box. Okay. Just the man then. Okay. <laughs> so yeah, now your round is now over. You cannot add or subtract or do anything else. You were correct point. about the man. That would probably be a half man. point. We're I would give you half point here. Half. There's the man with the face, and he was wearing the head garb. Nice, very good. There's also two people in the background. But what I would have given you a full yeah, point. Yeah, there's on no way that those is, two people in the background you would have got. Yeah, is if you said he was, he has like the diamond in his hand, and he's like, he's like, looks like a jeweler, like he's like uh, he's looking at one of them. Yeah. So Natalie wins four to three. Oh, I see. Good job, Nangatang. Good, good job. Yeah. You feel good about that win? Okay. Now, <laughs> no, you should. Because even if you would have only got a half a point, you went three and a half to three. And I would have given you a half point at least for, I think, for patchwork. For patchwork. You did. No, you but did the just point, you, you just kept going and going after <laughs> I'm like, all right, well, that's not it. You're like, oh, there's needles. Oh, but then there's needles. Are there needles? What about needles? <laughs> My grandma. Well, I basically said it all, and you acted like I didn't say it all. <laughs> He just acted like he's not supposed to give anything away in the middle of the game. (laughs) You said there was buttons on the quilt. There's not. There were no buttons on the quilt. There's only one button, and it's in the the word. Mm -hmm. And you didn't give me all the colors on the the quilt either. One point. You gave me like one color. Four to three. No, you just said blue. I said white, too. (laughs) Okay. All right. Fine. You can feel good about that whole point. That is a good point. That is an actual good point. Four to three. (laughs) Okay. Now we can play the game. To go along (laughs) with our Nook topic of the episode, I figured it'd be fun to do a top five list of games that just had no board. Does that sound fun? So let's go Natalie, me, and Jeff, considering this is one of Jeff's that he's had on his list for a while. Uh, Natalie, you start us off. What is your number five game? Without a board. Come on, Twister, Twister, like Twister, Twister. I didn't, twister. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't like Lawn this. jarts. I don't like my list on this. You didn't like your list? No. Well, Why not? Passing? Because I feel like... Sucking some dick. It's just all the same games that I, w- I always say. Okay. Well, just don't. I got, say different ones. Honestly, I, the ones on my list, I don't know that I've ever I got said. some different ones. Really? Yeah. I was trying to think of different ones, and I can't. And <laughs> I can't. I mean, it. I can just off well, the top of my head if you want. Wait, well then, why what? couldn't you before? But I mean, they're not going to be like real games. They're going to be. What is she twi- talking it's gonna about? It's going to be Twister and Jenga. All right, all right. Number Jango. five <laughs> is Chaosmos, aka Cosmic Factory. Cosmic. Nobody calls it that. I know. But that's <laughs> the name of it. No, now. not in this house. They don't. <laughs> okay. Okay. Chaosmos. All right, Chaosmos. Good one. Which is a game without a board and has tiles. Well, okay. What? Nothing. <gasps> oh, your scoreboard. Well, scoreboard. It's fine. I'm, I'm okay, allowing this. Wait, wait. I cross it off. No, you can. No, the cast <laughs> is good. My new game without Lanko. a board is The Crew. Yeah, right. The Crew. Very good. I wish that this one was like the second one you said was even more of a board. Yeah, that would have been like, great. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Fine, then I Terra do. Mystica. <laughs> yeah. Oh, wait. That's got two boards. <laughs> they cancel each other out. <laughs> I'll pick The Crew good. for number five. I like that. That's good. It has only cards. Yes. And Very not nice. a board. Very nice. A lot of mine reduce. Like I was like doing these, and I'm like, man, I got a lot of games that are just tile laying games mm-hmm. because tile laying games typically have no board, right? Right. Um, so 
I also thought, okay, card games typically all have no board. Yeah. So I couldn't just not put any tile land games. However, I didn't include any card games. All right. Okay. So the first game that I'm going to talk about is a game. Uh, it's an I split you choose game that kind of hit us uh, really well back in the day. And not back in the day, a couple years ago. It's called Animals on Board. In Animals on Board, you're just trying to get different types of animals onto your arc. And you don't want exactly two, because that's all what Noah wants. We don't want that yep. crap. We want either. in the name. We want one or three. He does. They're boarding. <laughs> Roasted. <laughs> that was on, that was on my honorable mentions. Yeah. That's, it's, that it, that right. it's, it's a really good game, and it, there's just tiles in the middle. You're, you're splitting, choosing, and taking them. So that's my number five. Animals on board. What is your number five, Jeff? My number five is Sherlock Holmes Consulting Detective. Boom. Great pick. Um, even though that many times you lay the map out as if it were a board, it's not. It's just another no. piece of paper yeah, I resource. Good there. I don't think yeah. that's a board. That you have. Um, in that game, so that's right. my number five game without a board. Sherlock right. Holmes. Because I, I was cons- I was considering putting like Micro Macro on here, and I was like, well, that pretty much functions like the board, yeah, yeah, yeah. I thought about Micro this, Macro. Yeah, I think. Yeah, I think this doesn't. I think. I, yeah, you're I think good. this is Sherlock just another Holmes, piece, is, a piece of resource. Yeah. yeah, right, exactly. A piece of resource. Natalie, One piece of resource. What is your number four? My number four is I'm gonna go with Letter Jam. Yeah. That, that it? Board. That's one? Yep. No, you're good. Letter <laughs> Jam is good. <laughs> yeah, listen, we'll Chaos also would have been fine. You could yeah. have said Chaos once if you want. Uh, yeah. It doesn't have like a main game board. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah. And same with Letter Jam. You just got some cards and you got some. Jam. <laughs> you just, you you just jam the, the letters. And you got the yeah, cards. And up. <laughs> Number four. For, do, you have, do you want to talk more about it? Okay. You're just rocking and <laughs> <Nope>. smiling. <laughs> Number four for me is a game that um, I actually... <laughs> was playing this alongside the actual designer but didn't know the designer sits down and i'm like hey hey man you can't <laughs> knock the table here don't We're playing the a game table, you can't bro. talk the table he's like oh, okay just so you know i i know i designed it <laughs> and it's a game oh. called junk art good one yep i thought about junk art it was on my list as well yeah oh man okay yeah that's it's a very fun and cool game yeah you're just stacking up crazy shit mm-hmm. what about you man what's number four my number four is a little crazy chaotic cooperative game called heist heist one team oh, yeah. one mission oh, what a cool game um, that is so not a box just a cube yeah, and you're cube. just trying to follow the directions that the cube is yelling at you yep um and Pesky push these buttons humans. on top um, ha ha. Uh, so yeah, that's I, I. That's just a fun game. That's it's fun. just fun. The kids love that. The kids game. love. Well, because yeah. at the end, it spits out all the gold at you. Yeah. If you're <laughs> yeah, if you're looking for a game that's just like ten minutes of, of crazy hectic fun that you'll want to play over and over again, yeah. Heist. No, Heist a, is a great, really great, great, great selection. All right, Natalie, number three. Number three. Um, I'm gonna pick wavelength. Yep, that's a good one. Good, good, <laughs> yeah, answer. good answer. Good answer. Thank you. Thank you. Wavelength is fantastical. That's a fun one. And I enjoy it a lot. Yeah, me says too. I. I haven't played it in a while. I would want to play that again. I like that. Yeah, I haven't played it in a while. It's a either. good game. That's a very good Maybe game. Maybe we can play it with Sam. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Sam. You okay over there? Come on over, yeah. Sam. Maybe we can play it with Sam. Number Sam. three for me is a game uh, that is all about deducing things, and it's Code 7. 7. 7. seven. <laughs> That's a good one, because that, that didn't like click on my... As I was going through games that didn't register. Yeah. But that's a good one. Because you just have that little uh tray. Yeah, you just like have a, a tray that just holds yeah. kind of like the scrabble tile holders. And, yeah. Yeah. And I mean there's like a little dry erase thing you have uh in the newer version yeah. that you're like deducing things from. Or sheets of paper you it's ruin just over tiles and over. In front of, yeah, it's just tiles in front of the in the table that you're and there's some cards that come out that tell you how to deduce things. But that is my number three. Code seven seven seven. Seven seven. Jeff, what's your number three? My number three 
is a game where you essentially use the table as your board, and this is flip ships. Yeah. Oh. So no board in flip ships. You put place the cards on the table, and you are flicking those tokens mm-hmm. at up in the air and to mm-hmm. land on the cards, mm-hmm. but there's no specific board. You just use the table. Oh, yeah. Love flip it. Ships. That game flip is so ships. fun. That's another game I would like to play again. Because that's ships. just, I have so much fun playing that. It's a good one. That's it always fun. comes down to the end when you try moments. to flick yeah, it into, into the, the fucking yeah. the mothership. The mothership. Yeah. The mothership. <laughs> that fucking thing. Flick it into the thing. <laughs> Penetrate that ship. All right. <laughs> no, you better All say right, something quick. All right, number two. What's your number two? <laughs> my number two is one of my favorite games of all time called Love Letter. Hey, oh, I love one. Love Letter. I love Love Letter. Love the Love Letter. House of Love Finale is like, my number two is Love Letter. That's it. It's my favorite game yeah. of all time, Love Letter. <laughs> what do I have to say? doesn't have a board. You I don't love have to it. Say. It's just a great game. <laughs> number two for me is a game I've been holding off. I, I don't know if it's going to be on Just Lift or not. I'm, I'm re- I've been reluctant to say it. Uh-oh. Should I not say it? Um, just... It's similar to that. Should I not? You, you can say it. It, okay. it would have been on my list. I, can, so you can I have more. It. No, I have more. All number right. two for me <laughs> is one of the games that I've played... <laughs> um, it was one of the one of these last two games actually are, are two of the first games that I ever owned. This Ooh. one, yeah, this one has a bunch of tetriamino polyamino pieces, and it's called Fits. Fit. Damn it! <laughs> <laughs> it's called Nally's just waiting. It's called Fits. 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 Fits is cool. It's like Tetris the board game. Yeah. Um, there is no bizzle in this one. You're just playing bizzle. with the little tizzles and dropping them down the little doo doo doo. Yep, we're just sliding down. Right, Did you yeah. ever tell Jeff what Cameron told his teacher? He was like, my dad made up a new language. Oh, my God. He's like, so he's like, I told my teacher about your language. I'm like, what's my language? He's like, you say izzle for everything. He's like, instead of saying go to bed, you're like, go, go to, to bizzle. bizzle. <laughs> he told his you invented it. He told his teacher and his friends that I invented a new language. Yeah. I'm sure I'm like, Snoop Dogg like, oh my invented God. this language. Yeah. That's hilarious. <laughs> or Jay-Z or whoever yeah. it was. <laughs> I know. I'm like, that's so funny. Yep. He's like, yeah, you want to have, yeah, I'm hungry, you want to eat some dizzle? <laughs> <laughs> Gotta go brush my tizzles. <laughs> I do that all the time. Man, a Ryan James language. <laughs> Ryan Jizzle. Languizzle. <laughs> Jeff, what's your number tizzle? <laughs> my number two is, comes in maybe the coolest box that I own. Uh, it's a game called Laser Riders. Yeah. Um, the, yeah the game's cool. cool. The, the, the box VHS. is amazing. Yeah, it's like, so, so like it's four VHS. players. Yeah. You can play four Whoa. people in each Whoa. box. Right my face. Did I do that? Yeah. Sorry. <laughs> the, um, we're all blinding. Sorry, I'm, I'm holding a flashlight. And I itched my forehead with it, and apparently it just like, boop, on the Natalie's face. <laughs> um, so the box is like four VHS tapes in like a holder, and you take them out, and each, each VHS tape has the, the player pieces cool. in it. Oh, cool. And then as you're, um, you're basically playing these uh, tiles that is your path, and you're playing them just directly onto the table, and you can like cross over other people as mm-hmm. you can go around. It's just a cool, mm-hmm. um, it's like... What's that um, video game movie that I'm trying to think of? What's Tron. Tron. It's like oh. Tron. It's like Tron yeah. the game. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yep. Cool. Very, very so cool. So it can game. be as big or as little as you want. I, I won the demo we played at Gen Con, you remember? And yeah. so I got these like mesh, like pink gloves. Oh, yeah. <laughs> with my copy. <laughs> yeah. gloves. Yeah, it's funny. All right, Natalie, we've come to number one. Say the game in two seconds and let it go to me. <laughs> All right. My number one is Pictures. Oh, Picture. Yes. Yeah, yeah for sure. It doesn't have a board. Doesn't have one. No, you're right. You got it. I Just really cards. thought you were about to say Pictionary yep. Error and I was going to lose it. I know. I, you said you like stopped at pictures hey. and then like, oh just said Pictionary Error again. <laughs> well, <laughs> well, that, no board. Yeah. That no board there. I have a board, but right. I don't want to repeat. So. Okay. <laughs> pictures. Good one. Pictures. 
a lot of things, but no board. Like, yes, just cards and, and objects. Cards and we heard from Janelle that she plays with additional objects. Yeah, they to add like add players to the game, to and it seems like really fun. Like they use a bunch of Lego pieces oh, that's for one cool. thing. Another one is silly putty. Oh, that's fun. I'm like those sound. That sounds that. really yeah. cool. Good like that's a good idea. Good idea. Yeah. I know. I like that idea. All right, number one for me. I won't. I'm not going to say that. Still, I <laughs> was going to say Carcassonne. Okay. All right. That was going to be my number. That was my number one when I first thought of this. But then I was like, again, every tile laying game I could just I could just put on this list. So instead of that, I will go with another. This is definitely another tile laying game. But this uses cool Bakelite pieces. You're building the board with these Bakelite pieces as you're playing and also using them. It's like you're building it and then destroying it at the same time. It's really cool. And it's called Hive. Good I one. have the Hive Carbon version, which is awesome. It's yeah. got like black and white pieces, and they're just freaking sweet. And so that's my number whizzle, hizzle. <laughs> right, Ryan's Jeff, language. What is your number yeah. one? Yeah. My number one is a game called Key Flower. Oh, baby. So no main board. Nope. I know you're making kind of your own city with the tiles, yeah. but that's not, no, it's not a main board. board. Yeah, so, no, I wouldn't call that a board. Um, Key, Key Flower is one of my favorite <laughs> games that I, I really want to play all the time um, and never seem to play it sort of thing. It's a good one. Uh, it, I It's okay with two. It's not like the best. I think it's better with more people because the auction kind of gets better. Um, Keyflower is great. If you haven't played Keyflower, I would play it. I would too. <laughs> it's a fantastical yeah. game, even if you're taught incorrectly at a convention. Yes, it was still good. <laughs> we loved it still, yeah. even though we were way off. Yeah. So that's, wait, do you want to talk about honorable mentions? Uh-oh. I have Keyflower, <laughs> Carcassonne, any other tile lane game, and I said all the rest. I had like exits and unlocks. I thought about those. Um, I had those too. Beast of Balance, Happy yep. Salmon, stuff like that. Very nice. Party game, most cool. party games. Yeah, I thought like, I mean, any card game. Yeah. yeah. I had animals on board. Um, Between Two Cities, because yep. Between Two Castles has, I guess it doesn't have a, eh, it kind of has a board. Um, uh, Furnace, The Grizzled was one that came to mind, yeah, which I really good. like. Yeah. Uh, Insider. Yeah. It's a Wonderful World. It's questionable. Even though you don't really need the board, almost, it just is like an there. arrow. No, I almost put that. Um, I would not. Con- I would not yeah. consider that a board. Yeah. Uh, Jaipur is one that I love. Um, love letter, the mind. Love, love letter. Monikers. Number nine was one that came to mind. Planet oh, would yeah. be another one that didn't have a board. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Planet would be a good one for that. Even though I don't think the game is that great, it's still a cool. Yeah concept yeah mm-hmm. so that's gonna do it for us tonight everyone if you'd like to get a hold of us you can find us on instagram at gamecasters or at mad board gamer both of those accounts service the show we also have a facebook group you can just search gamecasters to find us there you can also email us at the gamecasters podcast at gmail.com i'm no longer talking about the uh board game geek guild because there's just nothing going on over there <laughs> but we do have one if you'd like the show we'd love it if you consider giving us a rating on apple Podcasts or anywhere else you listen that allows you to rate us we also as you can tell from the beginning and ending we have new music we just got from the Yay. website that I love called Fiverr. They don't do anything for us. Uh, we're not like, we don't, we're not like a sponsor. They don't sponsor us. Right, but that's just a, just a great website. If you need to go yeah. and find anything uh, from logos to music to really anything, Fiverr is like a maybe they will sponsor independent us. contractor place. Yeah, they're awesome. That you can just go and basically pay so what you I'm want. Sweet, and if you I'm like sweet want. at music, which I'm not, or any like arts form, yeah. I can go on there and say like, I'll make you a logo, and then someone just says, "I'll give you fifty bucks," and I'm like, "Okay," and then I yep. send you. That's cool. Yep. I like or that. yeah, you could just be like, uh, so there's, there's there's musicians on there too, where they're like, "Hey, if you have a drummer and a bass player and a singer, but you need a guitar player, send me your track, and I'll play guitar over it." How cool and is that boop. to be like? Yeah. 
to still like, because I'm sure a lot of people have other jobs, right? And this is like how they yeah. do their passion, right, right. on the site. That's For really sure. cool. Yeah. So it's an awesome website. So we just got this new music from Fiverr. Fantastic. Let we us know it. what you think. Yeah, let know, us know what you yeah. think compared to the old one. Uh, we're not going to change it at this point because we spent money on it, but this is cool. Yeah. Tell yeah us so what just you tell like. us you like it. Tell us you like it. That's all we care up. about. Yep, Those or, are your two yeah, choices. Right. Shut, the Shut fuck up, up or tell us you love we, it. Uh, we cannot handle that kind of head trip if it's for, for real, like yeah. actual stuff that you don't like anyway we've also got a patreon now if you want to go support the show feel free to head on over to patreon.com forward slash the gamecasters there is also a merch store where you can find all sorts of different gamecasters mad board gamer gateway gear so head on over to the gatewaynetwork.com forward slash merch to find that please follow me and consider subscribing on twitch at twitch.tv forward slash gamecasters so for natalie and jeff the mad board gamer i am ryan and you have been listening to the gamecasters good night everybody This is how we do it. It's, it's Friday, Friday night. That's Montel Jordan. And I feel yep. alright. Yep. And you sure made that for what purpose? Just so to dance with stream. Sam? We were talking about jock jams, and Sam's like, what's jock jams? I was no. like 15. What? Yeah, she had no fucking clue. She's a youngin. She's youngin', she but jock jams was my jam. <laughs> like, remember that one song? Like your intro music. 100% yeah. peer love from the back to the middle and around again. Did you say peer love? Yeah, 100% peer love. That's what's called. You don't no, know that that's what one? It's that's a good uh, one. Well, I thought when you were saying that you meant pure, but peer? Pure. Pure. So you are saying pure. <laughs> I just said pure love. You're like, yeah, pure love. It's yeah, like you heard that one? Peer out was that, to like, the love. We're the same age and we love each other. <laughs> <laughs> what? That's what peers are. Oh, like that kind of peer? Fucking hell. I thought you meant like a peer on an ocean. I'm in love with this dock that peer. goes out in the middle yeah. of the water. Oh, my I'm God. peering out wow. off a pier with my peers. You're right. <laughs> you can also peer I'm peering at a pier with my peers. I'm peering out at a pier with my peers. But what about the pure? Pure. You pronounce pure, pronounce pure for me. Pure. Pure. No, it's not <laughs> Pure, pure. Look at her face. Pure, pure, pure. pure. I can't. Pure, this is weird. Pure, pure. pure. That's like pronounce. Salt. No, no, no. Pronounce pure. I used to mispronounce. Shut up. Pronounce pure. <laughs> say it in like a sentence, okay. not like right. So say I something. Needs pure chocolate. I needs pure chocolate. <laughs> she needs. She needs it to chocolate. <laughs> Just fucking say the word pure. pure. <laughs> Why can't you say it? It's like the Cameron thing. Like, you can't Cameron. say Cameron either. It's like no, it's like Cameron. Cameron. Say Pokemon. Cameron. Pokemon. Yeah. Cameron. Say Pokemon. Pokemon. It's like that. No, because I'm saying pure, and every time you're like pure, <laughs> you're not saying what I'm saying. Like Cameron. I don't did. know what I would say in my natural habitat. I do. <laughs> it's pure because you were like, remember that pure. song? 100 pure love. And I'm like pure love. You're like yeah, pure love. <laughs> I'm like I thought it was pure. It is. <laughs> Are you recording this? Yes! yes. <laughs> this is two minutes and 45 seconds uh, for the Patreons. Here. For the patrons. <laughs> the Patreon back. Pure oh love. Peer love. All right, we're stopping this. <laughs>